0: The average, you know, lower to middle class from the 90s through 2000 and I'll say 8, 9, 10, 11 maybe. You saw a whole lot of those jack-in-the-box restaurant antenna, you know, things. <laughs> toppers. Yeah, what, what <laughs> antenna toppers? I was. I don't know, you know what it's called. Me and Kari were just talking to Pre-Pod about how um, that's one of those things in this generation that the uh the latter uh, the latter part of generation Z or the the next generation I think it's called generation alpha they probably won't know jack in the box for handing out antennas yeah. uh, or toppers for the antenna because there's no antennas on cars anymore
1: like I was just about to say yeah cars don't even have them no more yeah especially with us going to the electric yeah you, stuff now you can't just drive
0: into jack-in-the-box and can i get something yeah. for my antenna yeah they're not selling that no more so get the fuck <laughs> they definitely not selling were you in a coma <laughs> <laughs> when's the last time you've been here sir <laughs> it's like going to sonic uh can we get the hooks for the car yeah so we can eat here so sir, sir, get the fuck away from here. <laughs> roll your window up what year is it no, real talk. Have you ever gotten those from Sonic? No. No, way, way back. Like, I, I had gotten those back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, I don't think I ever had them. They, I think they stopped doing them. But they weren't even, like, the real ones back then. Like, they were just plastic ones, like, imitations. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to say I did it. <laughs> real talk. Um, <laughs> 168? 168, brother. Are we ready to get to the business? Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's do this. another one we another be the best podcast another one
1: oh, we another one. Be the best podcast <laughs> <laughs> another one DJ hey. Khaled I just got back from where they said I couldn't get back
2: from uh-huh. and I thank God I thank God that I made it they surprised they surprise me. that yes, I made it heart is like diamonds keep blinding thank their faces I wonder how
0: I, I keep, keep finding I can sure.
2: explain how it feels to be patient, killing the drama. We finally oh,
1: made yeah, it. Hey, knows, nobody knows, nobody knows, oh. years, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Drop that
1: beat, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody knows, nobody knows, nobody knows, nobody but you. Four years, Yeah, Four years in the making, That's Nobody
2: knows, nobody. Something inside of me that can't be touched. To I'm a to win and then I can't be pinched. Go to war for every black queen that they lynched. And my pockets on chubby, like but they w- can't be pinched. After they use you, they accuse you. Then they get mad when they use
1: you. You know the liar will accuse you. You know the queen still rain. It's
2: just business. You do anything I touch, I bless it. Trackback is so impressive. Open the billboard awards with a hit record. The devil thought he had me, but I rebuked him. Got money and I'm still a oh, I don't want to speak too soon
0: Mama, we almost made it yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Mama, we almost made it Give us some time <laughs> It's episode 168 of the Rising Ground Podcast Your boy Roderick in the building Yes
1: sir, young car, we back
0: in the building Man, how you feeling?
1: Feeling great, man I'm feeling so good, bro I swear, how you feeling? I feel great, man um, Dang, I don't want to say it like that man, but- man, get it off your chest, man Get it off your chest, dog. We're gonna be screaming mine when we made it in the next 365. I believe it. Put it out there, bro. Come on. No, oh no, it. it's it's it. It. it's it's it. damn near on paper. I believe it. <laughs> like
0: it's damn yeah, near on paper, man. It's, it's
1: not a foreign thought. Definitely, oh, oh definitely no, yeah. yeah.
0: I'm not just I'm not just throwing out if I was yeah. throwing out like random bullshit, just just dreams without like any attachment. Mm-hmm yeah that would be that would be ludicrous but
1: yeah. um no it's, it's definitely not wishful thinking i'm throwing out logical logical statements mm-hmm. i agree with
0: you man. oh that feels fucking good <laughs> man damn
1: it keep grinding boy your life can change in one year Talk, man, and even when it's dark y'all the sun is shining somewhere. You love that man,
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ, man,
1: <laughs> holy shit. He does
0: say some good stuff a nah, lot,
1: bro. That's that's one bar that's stuck with me like from the very first time I've heard it. No, he he's yeah, uh, like J Cole is one of the greatest. Yeah, every time I hear that, or every time I'm like down, like I that should always replay in my head. Like keep grinding, boy. Your life can change in one year. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, all right. Um,
0: from from me. this point last year, I think life's changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and i think nah from from this point to to august or september of 2023 man man that's gonna be like a, a, a stick of dynamite going off yeah
1: bro you can only just hope and pray for the best man that's, I, that's all i'm wishing for absolutely god did this yeah for sure the album comes <clears throat> out this week though
2: Absolutely. <laughs> no, this, but
1: let's... this Friday it does come out.
0: Yeah, God did. Let's bring it back just for a second because it's Monday. Mm-hmm. We're here. How you feeling this yeah. week?
1: Yeah, yeah, feeling good, man. My week, my week was good. I had a great weekend. I was gonna man.
0: say, how was your weekend?
1: My weekend was great, dude. So. um Shout out to Ro, my LB, my friend brother. I hit him up. I was like, man, I need to go on a hike. Um, I've been seeing him doing a lot of hiking.
0: A lot. he has of- been bragging about this motherfucking hike yeah, all weekend. because no,
1: I needed it, man. It was it was so
0: great. Listen, any of any of Kari's LBs, listen, Ro, if you listening, <laughs> um, whoever whoever that took you on this, yeah. yo, appreciate you. Yeah, Kari's man. been raving about this shit. Yeah. He's been telling me I need to go on a. A no. hike. It's like it's like a nigga that did acid for the first time. <laughs> Not acid. Holy shit! He's coming back. Oh my god! You've nah, been on. You've been
1: on a hike. Which nah, one have you been to? Him? Yeah, yeah. And I've been on hikes before. You ever but... been to my trail? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I got. I got that new like, shit. Like, damn. Nigga. Nah, man. It was just good to just reset and just kind of ground myself, man. And um, me and me and Ro, like I said, we hiked and we we just had a great conversation, bro. The whole time we was walking, we almost walked like three miles, and bro just had a great conversation talking about real life. Just having real conversations with somebody that I fuck with, giving like feedback, you know what I'm saying? We talking about shit that we dealing with personally, so it was just good to just reset and ground Clear myself like that, yeah. yeah, bro. And so that's why I've been saying, like, that shit be needed. You know, a lot of times we deal with a lot as men, as black men, as a, uh, you know, if you got a family, things like that, bro. We go through shit, and sometimes it's good to just let that shit go. Absolutely. Be with nature, bro, you know. Be with friends. Yeah, be with friends, get some sunlight, so that's why I'm feeling good, man. I just, I had a great weekend. That was- that was a good thing there. So um, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good though. How was your How was your week? Before we get into my week, you said something about three miles.
0: Have we ever Have we ever talked the cross country stories here?
1: Mm, maybe a little bit. Yeah, we so. did. Maybe, but we can bring it up. What's up? What you got? I just wanted to rehash it, <laughs> just because
0: when you, every time I hear three miles. Yeah. Our freshman year in high school, me, Corey, and shout out Stevie. We talk about him a lot. Mm-hmm. He's doing his thing out there in the Navy right now. Um, we had the option of playing football, which we were pretty much sick of. We had grown up playing football. We knew we were basketball players. We really didn't want to play football anymore. Correct. But they didn't necessarily have an off season, So it was kind of like either you go to P.E. or you play football. Well, our favorite basketball coach, who happened to be the women's basketball coach, uh, shout out Coach Mitchell, um, or at least my favorite basketball coach. I know you had a different favorite basketball coach, like your all time, all time. But uh, like one of my favorite coaches there was Coach Mitchell. She was like, you know, I think we got a way out for you guys. You can run cross country. (laughs) And at first, I really think we were kind of hesitant because. We didn't know what it was gonna be about. We just knew cross country wasn't track, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of running. Like we heard, it was a lot. All right. Um, so I think we were fourteen. That was probably the most conditioned I've ever been in my entire <laughs> my entire life. We ran a mile every day. Like every day. Every that was practice. Si- yeah, that was practice. Yeah, yeah that's what we, we ran a run. mile every single day. Mm-hmm. And the track meet was for two uh, for women. You had to run two miles. For men, it was three. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kari and Stevie had some sort of issue <laughs> with how well I did at our cross country meets. Um, one in particular that I dusted their ass.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> when he
0: said three miles, that's what caught me because my three mile time came in at around twenty one minutes that day. Okay. And um. Yeah, they didn't they had a they had a real issue mm-hmm. with me. You know, I took a I took stars from that day. Mm. Um Yeah, you had a ribbon you took. On. I got a ribbon. Yep, yep, um I I there remember. were these beads, uh, no homo that we collected from the team. I was given a lot of beads from mm-hmm. from my performance that day. Yeah. Coach gave me a lot, you know. Yeah. It was recognized that
1: day. <laughs> it was a great day for you. It was bro. a it was a great day. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had some issues with my <laughs> asthma prior
1: to. Right
0: overcame adversity <laughs> fought back yeah yeah what is funny to this man all right yeah
1: yeah, yeah. you want me, is it my turn yeah you can, can I, go ahead can i tell my side go ahead so i want to go back to practice okay okay go back to practice so you know we we practice and we run in mouths every day like we <laughs> said um in practice me and stevie's mile times were always better than your mile <laughs> times not to take nothing away from you, bro. Not to take nothing away because, you know, uh, my asthma was really bad at that time as well. Yours was too. So, like, me and you would, you know, have our days with that shit.
0: I'm just going to say one thing about that and then I'm going to let you finish your okay. story without interruption. Go ahead. During practice, Corey and Stevie was to the business. I was about them bitches. <laughs> All right. <laughs> The, the, the fine bitches stayed in the back. They didn't run that fast.
1: <laughs> they were not practicing.
0: For they was, oh, my God. Right, right, right. And there were some days that That's y'all chose the- to run slow in the back with the bad
1: bitches. We did, we did, we did. But, so
0: leave me alone. But
1: majority of the time, bro, we was finishing our miles first in practice, right? Okay. So we get to the meet where it's a three-mile meet, like you said. And... Bro has never performed the way he performed at this meet, you know? And on top of that, like he said, he had, you know, some issues during the middle of the meet. Killer performance. They they stopped like the the medics came and got, bro. You know what I'm saying? They had to check on, bro, because he couldn't breathe right. Stevie and will I, say, I
0: went out on the stretch. And you. I
1: kid you not, bro, they rode you up out that motherfucker. I swear to God they did, right? But so we lose you, you know what I'm saying? We, we don't see you for the rest of the meet, me and Stevie. You know what I'm saying? And then we finally finished, bro. We coming in in the 30 minutes. I ain't going to lie, bro. That shit hard. Three miles is hard as fuck. So we coming in 30, 35 minutes. Damn near 40 minutes, right? And we Eat get cake work to me. We get to the finish line. And this nigga chilling with his feet up. Nigga, he got snacks and shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the ribbons and shit all around his neck. All the beads in his pocket <laughs> and shit.
0: This nigga, this nigga made me Jackie Jordan
1: curse. <laughs> bro, so like, we, we look, me and Stevie like, wait, 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 wait. How you get here? Yes, you know sir. Big dub. Big dub. So nah, bro. That's why we never believed it. You know, because like, in practice, we never saw you perform that way. And you beat some of the top performers in that meet.
0: Shout out Corey Grant. We talked about Corey Grant a yeah, couple episodes ago in the yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh cards yeah, yeah, thing yeah, yeah. because he lived up the street from us. All right. Corey Grant was a freak bro, with this cross country shit. a beast shit. with that shit. A man. beast. When I tell you we did the mile every day for... Uh, for practice, for practice yeah. oh, he was smoking everybody, yeah. every single girls, guys. It yeah. does not matter. He was doing like five, six million miles at like fourteen, fifteen. We crazy. lived four or five miles from there. He could have ran home in an hour. Right, right. Like
1: he, he would have beat the bus home. <laughs> he would beat the bus <laughs> I, home. I, 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 swear to God. I
0: swear, because yeah. the bus take a few minutes to yeah, pull yeah, up. Sure. He beat the bus home.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, you beat
1: him. I beat Corey that so, day. That's why we was like, bro, we not this but, nigga. So this is our theory. You got rolled to the finish line. And they they let you finish. Fucking bullshit. There's swear, no way you I swear finish, to
0: God bro. that didn't happen. Nah, man. <clears throat> All right, so this is what I'm gonna be transparent on what actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up that morning. I had a bowl of Wheaties. Michael Jordan was on the cover of that motherfucker.
1: Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> what did he tell you? He talked to you?
0: I just read the back. There's puzzles on it. Did the puzzles. <laughs> you're going to be the greatest. I got through the maze. Whatever. There was a fucking prize that th- I was the one nigga to get the prize.
1: What <laughs> in one million chance, bro. Got on the bus. Yo, I got box. my cock sucked the whole way okay, there. Okay, <laughs> Alright, that's enough, guys. That is enough. <laughs> I pulled up to the meet. dick hard star-studded performance. <laughs> I told you it was a great day.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, it was a great Three day. Three miles, twenty
1: one minutes. Rolled nah. over to CC's pizza. Yeah, ate yeah, like yeah. a king. Yeah, yeah, bro, that was some bullshit, bro. Shout. I, <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish my nigga Stevie was here, bro. He can attest to hell, nah, bro. Ain't no way you beat Corey Grant for
0: <laughs> Oh my gosh. Nah, fuck I that. i gonna beat Austin. <laughs> nah, bro. Oh my gosh.
1: Hell no. Nah. <clears throat> That is crazy. Yeah, that's funny, bro. I'm glad you brought that up. I don't know if we really got that deep before. You we might have like, talked about it before, it but
0: never gone that deep yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah. But you cheated. You cheated, but.
1: Goodness, <laughs> <laughs> cool, bro. Like, I you, did, you my bro. I did. Not you know what I'm cheat, saying? Man. Obviously, I still fuck with you. we here today. You know what I'm saying? But you cheated, bro. Stevie, you had this theory that I cut through bushes. You like, cut across the field. There was no other explanation, fam. With a cross country, let's
0: give some more insight to the people just before we get out of here. With a cross country track, it's a, like almost like an obstacle course through yeah. different parts of like you like might be on trails.
1: Like, damn near Yeah. You me. might
0: start on an actual running like a track, like mm-hmm. a track and field track. Mm-hmm. You might veer off to like a creek. Mm-hmm. You might run by a lake. Right. You might be up the highway. Yep. Um, but you make your way back to that track. I can't believe we did that shit. That was fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, why why would it. we yeah. do
1: why would we, we yeah, should have just crazy. played football? Yeah. I was just down with football. We sh-
0: bro. Yeah, yeah, I was too. We should have just, just played for sure. fucking football from yeah. that last season though. But um I said all that to say, how the fuck can I cut across?
1: Uh, you know, sometimes, bro, when you run into fields, there's there's little like um there's areas in in the bushes where you can cut. Car- I was across, pussy bro. growing up. Nah, bro I don't know how you beat us, though Still to this day, fam Like, I swear We didn't play that shit over A thousand times the in cannot not figure out Like, bro, I didn't because cheat, because we saw man. you We saw you get carried out Yo,
0: you're making Nah, no, like Nah, no, like <laughs> Bro, we saw I don't you like get, I don't like the way you're saying it. It's okay We a, saw you get carried out A man. small golf cartish type thing Picked me up And I sat down on it <laughs> Okay In the away. You're making it seem like Michael Jackson concert <laughs> I just was fucking flailing <laughs> Somebody held me onto a cart that never ever ever happened. Man, they came
1: and got you, bro. (laughs) The
0: way you're saying carried is is not sitting right with my fucking soul. Man, they came
1: and got bro all my life. They did,
0: yeah, but just the way you went about that that sentence. Okay. Yeah, I'm just thinking, niggas think I'm fucking laid out in mm-hmm. somebody's arms.
1: Might as well, that bitch. Shit.
0: I coughed a little bit. Yeah, bro. Started to feel my ass. I think it might have been that breathing treatment they gave me that pepped me right up. It only it only took like two, three minutes. Oh, yeah. That shit juice your ass. And think how show. good I am that I lost two, three minutes, finished 21 right. minutes. Y'all.
1: Three miles, man. Huh? Yep. You ain't never did that shit ever again in your life. We only had like two more meets. And you didn't run that fast again? I didn't try. Oh, all right. <laughs> I didn't try for sure, but yeah. Look Ooh. at you trying to tear down my credibility. Nah, bro, I trust you. <clears throat> I trust you. But now, uh, going back to your week, how you been? How was yes, your weekend?
0: My week. It was a great week. Um, like I said, um, hospital man I had to get out of that hospital. Yeah, oh, bro. how god. you? How you feeling? You bounced um, back. I'm I'm damn near back to tip top shape. Sure. Oh my gosh, sure. hate hate those hospitals, man. Yeah, bro, you was down. You oh was my god, down. down bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We shouldn't joke about that. Uh thank God that we're here. Um, but the weekend was great. It was my nephew's third birthday. Um, over the weekend. He went to Chuck E. Cheese. That was either his first or second time going, but it was really his first time actually seeing Chucky, meeting him. Like every kid, whether you were born in the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousand tens, two thousand twenties. You know Chuck E. Cheese. You've been to Chuck E. Cheese. It's just one of those fucking staples. Yep. Um,
1: Traditional for sure.
0: Yeah, and it just happened to be the one that we grew up in. So I'm seeing him in all of these spots and different like obstacle things that I have pictures in in the 1990s. Oh, the, of the same one, the exact same That's one. That's um, so it was a good time. You know, went back to the crib. Like did the whole cake presents thing. That was Saturday. Um, that all wrapped up. For him, around eight thirty, eight thirty nine, 8.39-ish, something like that. Um, then I drop back to the crib because it's UFC 278, and I'm on that for the rest of the night.
1: Yeah, I heard. I saw a lot of highlights from that. I saw was some crazy fights from the from the UFC as well. It's crazy that y'all...
0: Are not like y'all are big boxing guys, but not into UFC. Like I
1: just never really been into it. I don't know why. Man, I think it's just maybe too gory for me sometimes. And I like I like straight up boxing. They do more than boxing. You know, they kickbox, they wrestle. There's takedowns. Like I just like traditional standard boxing.
0: Shout out Channing. It was because Channing got the UFC game. I remember. Yeah, and then she started putting me on, and I started learning all the characters on the game. Mm-hmm. Till I'm like, all right, let's start watching um so i'm the same way boxing is like even outside of basketball football boxing is like my favorite sport um but well out outside of those like i said so i do care more for like punching so i look for actual fighters that are more into that of course i'm gonna watch everybody Mm -hmm. but like i look For those type of fighters that
1: do more boxing,
2: Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I don't, I
0: don't care much for the takedown game. Like I, I see where it's vital, and I see where if somebody's tired, it'll put you out of the game. Mm -hmm. Or if like if you're not strong down there, they can can take care of you real quick. But Mm -hmm. I like to see somebody get knocked out. Like I know it sounds crazy, but um, and the way that you say you don't like it, I grew, I grew some sort of love for that UFC, that blood splatter, (laughs) that. Like last night, I watched somebody. He was so dirty. Like, he knew he was going to lose that he rubbed his blood all over I was the man's just about to face. Say that. I've
1: seen that. And I don't want to watch That's that. That's the bro.
0: first time I saw that in USC. I was like, oh man, this nigga's dirty, That's just like,
1: disgusting. I seen it. He was just moving his head all over, bro's face, smearing his blood together. I was texting
0: my sister Jordan like, about you know, it at the same time. I'm like, yo, this nigga is crazy. Never in the, the history of the sport have I seen this. Yeah, like, bro. That was sick. I know guys that like when they win they fight. They'll have somebody in the crowd take off their shoe. They'll drink beer out of the niggas' shoe. Like, see, but that is, it's just some about that setting. Like, I love like, it, man.
1: Like now, now,
0: now they're blood brothers. Like, oh yeah, like, they it wouldn't would oh, supposed they, to be like that. The niggas last night is
1: blood brothers for sure. Yeah, bro, they gotta go really get checked. They need to get tested. You get tested before the fight. You need to get tested after the fight too. Yeah, no.
0: Yeah, because there was somebody during the fight, like last time. He was like, see, the reason why I lost, like, man, I had herpes outbreak last week. All right. I
1: remember him saying that.
0: Um was he notified?
1: I was gonna say, we didn't need to know that, bro. Uh I just I don't mean I don't know
0: what kind of protocol that things happened. But um overall, <laughs> it was a good it was a good weekend. I'm yeah, glad yeah. that we're here in the Monday. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it's gonna be a great day. Are you ready to move into to intro? Do we do you wanna
1: stay on the intro? Yeah, yeah. So um
0: because oh, that was a hell of an intro already. But yeah, yeah let's get yeah. back into this. Yeah, yeah, so
1: over over the weekend, there was a post that was going around on everybody's story, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop seeing it. I actually didn't see this. Really? Yeah. Like so, maybe I just don't have friends. Holy shit, man. It was a post by the Shay. What day was this?
0: This was uh Saturday. Okay, I was off socials a lot on saturday at my yeah. my nephew stuff
1: so um the study says it shows that it costs 300,000 to raise a kid in the US now as inflation soars to a 40 year high
0: it went up 50,000 whole dollars to raise a kid
1: <laughs> $300,000 man i know it used to say somewhere between two hundred and two fifty. and yeah yeah, yeah. It said um in two thousand twenty one the average cost of raising a child to a middle income married couple was approximately two hundred sixty seven thousand That's so, yeah, crazy, like you said.
0: I just talked to my mom like last week I was like i man, I'd probably just get my boss snipped like I really don't even like want yeah. to do this anymore like that i'm I was joking, but she she informed me that like at our age, the doctor won't even allow us like oh, the same her? way like uh, at a, a a female unless there's some dire instance. If she would to walk in and be like, "Yeah, I need a hysterectomy," they won't even do it just because, like, you can't change your mind. And at a certain point, like, they won't do it for you mm-hmm. because you might change it. Like, you might change your mind.
1: I agree, though, unless <clears throat> unless it's something uh, dire, new, like you said, that's affecting my health. I think that's a decision you should make later in life. No,
0: yeah, I was joking, but yeah. it was just a discovery when she told me. I was like, "Damn, I
1: can't even can't even get the clip." No, yeah, I'm just saying, like from the doctor standpoint, though, I'm glad that they they do that because yeah, yes, that at, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, at a young age, you may think, you know, this is what I want my life to be, but it's like, bro, you got so much more to live. So it's like, why, like, why make that decision now? Like, just wait till you 40, 50, and then, like, if you if you at that point ain't got kids, then you can go get the snip, snap, snip, snap, whatever. Absolutely, I, that sounds fucking scary, <laughs>
0: Ooh, man. That sounds scary. But um, three hundred thousand dollars to raise a kid.
1: And it really costs more than that, if we being honest, bro. I'm sure my parents, over the course of my 25 years, have spent way more than $300,000 on me.
0: If I could sum this up in less than 10 words, Trojan skin, <laughs> lifestyle, um, where, else, where else are we going with uh, this? Icon. Icon. Uh... I didn't even know that exists. Durex. Durex. Oh my gosh. Get you a Durex, <laughs> my boy.
1: That's them rookie condoms, boy.
0: Oh my gosh. Like, like them Durex. Th- those are those are the uh the sex ed class condoms right, they right. give out. They give you a Durex.
1: Right, them rookie ones. They come in different colors and shit. You're flavored. Niggas it's was the- having sex in yellow condoms. Hey. <laughs> Red condoms. I don't want
0: that. Do you remember how silly we were as kids? Like we were just broke too. When we were like 17, 18. We would text somebody in the group, and it's because we live like two, <laughs> three, one, two, three blocks from each other. All of us live on the one block, the other block, the other block. <laughs> hey, bro, any of y'all have a condom?
1: Yeah, bro, I'll be over there, bro. I'm going to yeah, pull bro. up and give you a condom. Yeah, bro. I want my niggas to keep that jimmy on. So Absolutely. You know, I used to have them hoes on deck. I swear to God, in my backpack at school, I used to be like, bro, like niggas, you just get them hoes out the backpack, bro, because I was just like, here, if you need one, I'm glad my niggas wearing them hoes. So if you need one, man, I got you right here. So, yeah. But that's funny, though. But $300,000, man, I, I, me looking at that, damn. Boom. <laughs> this is brought to you by Trojan condoms. We are never lacking. <laughs> brought facts. to you by Trojan condoms. Facts, facts. But no. I, it doesn't even been opened. Looking at that, man, so. Because I'm abstinent. I've never had sex. That made me not even want to have kids. I'm like, damn, 300000 Man, that shit
0: is. Jeez. And people ask me why I want to wait until I'm. 28 or 29 or 30 to have Um, kids like that is why do you have 300,000 just slaying around i
1: don't no i'm gonna be honest with you you're never gonna be ready for a baby okay i get it that's true yeah that's true in a sense but when you at this point in our lives we still have that decision for us we haven't made that decision we haven't went through with having a, a child yet so yeah as long as i'm going to
0: wait shout out to everybody that is raising kids right now um but I, i'm saying like as it pertains to me yeah of course since i haven't made that choice yet right i'm gonna preserve that for exactly. for a while for as long as i can right
1: and like god, there's nothing wrong with doing that
0: god willing like i pray to, to to god a lot that i have at least three to four more i have to i really tell him four since mm-hmm. i'm i don't tell him anything but i pray to god uh Four more years. I want to be like twenty nine, man. Yeah, and it's 30. nothing.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. Like, like you said, um, just because we have that choice. But I mean, if it if it were to happen, like that's just something you got to deal with. Like it's no, it's no problem.
0: It's no I just got to sound that. like one of the guys from more. I'm gonna step up. I'm gonna be <laughs> if it's if it's mine. I'm gonna step I'm up step and I'm gonna be that man. I'm gonna step up. I'm gonna step up. was the happy. <laughs> I was why? Why is that always the thing? Like you could just say you're gonna be the dad and being the kid. Like why is it always the step up? Why thing? do we like, have to step up? Yeah, like what if I was already stepped up? Right. Like I don't have kids, but like what if? What if I didn't need to take a step up? What if that's, I was already ready? If I was already bossed up? Yeah. Like what if I'm a boss? Like what do you mean yeah, you step yeah. up, nigga? Yeah, yeah. no, that makes sense. I <laughs> have to step down for this little motherfucker, <laughs>
1: little nigga. I have to stoop down to his level. I've been uh, bossed forever for the baby. Nah, I'm, that's funny. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. That's funny. Uh, but no, nah, man. So. Um, be careful, man. If y'all if y'all want to have kids, that's fine. But if you real life don't, reading articles like this should light a fire under your ass to keep that Jimmy on. Practice safe sex.
0: Tight. Keep that bitch on tight, man.
1: What Wayne say?
0: Safe sex is, wait, great sex is safe sex, so better wear a latex because you don't want that latex. That I think I'm latex.
1: That I think I'm latex, man. Ooh, shout out to Wayne, man. But now, nah, real talk, keep them Jimmy's on. Be safe. $300,000, that's a lot of money. And I'm sure it's going to keep going. And to me, honestly, honestly, I think that's just a wild estimate. I'm sure there's some accuracy to it because I know they have shit that they look at. But I think it costs more than
0: that. Can we talk about how the price of the condom has fucking gone up? Oh, my God, car. I paid $6 for that three pack.
1: Where you buy it from? Though? The gas station. That's why. They used to be $3, $4 in that bitch. Right. But the gas station, places like that, no. I'm sure the price Hasn't went up Yes they but they Like quick trip Cory But they're gonna Bro no They be taxing They be taxing You gotta go to like The Walmart The Targets The grocery stores And you gotta buy like In bulk Now No th-
0: That That was For like a Quick instances yeah, like like,
1: <laughs> like you just was on the run. I feel you. I get you.
0: Yeah, yeah, like it's a backpack thing. Right, like, right, right. I get and, you. And I, I, I haven't you. even opened it. Right, right. I know what you
1: mean. Lightly, like uh, a. <laughs> but no, I know what you mean. But what I'm saying is like, gas station. They notice shit like that. So. It's still may. It's costing them three four dollars to purchase that, but they're jacking that shit up on purpose, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So like gas stations, all these little places that sell little one off things like that, they're gonna tax it every time.
0: Um and yeah, I'm I'm bougie now, so like I I actually pay a little more. Um even when I go into Walmart because I do buy in bulk. That was just like the quick thing. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm, I'm using the skins these days. I'm not doing the I'm not doing the latex no more. Like right. those those nah. <laughs> I do I know <laughs> anymore guys. We're getting comfortable. We're doing water based things okay. these days. Okay. More more
1: motion in the ocean. Facts. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. All right, right. For her.
2: <laughs>
1: for her, right? For her. For her pleasure, okay. Head ass. Nah, yeah. I'm fucking with you, bro.
0: <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. Uh practice abstinence, you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Save sex I've actually, always. I've actually never had sex. Yep, I'm a virgin. Virgin. Almost like Mary. No, I can't compare myself to Mary. That's actually blasphemous. I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry, God let's just let's just do a wave let's let's just go all right let's man it, man <laughs> albums are out new albums are here, Larry June let's not waste any time yeah. let's let's get into the man of the hour spaceships on the blade Larry June
1: man, my favorite project that came out this week, man
0: well it's it's not the only project that came out this week I mean, but... yeah,
1: so we said that on Thursday that this was really like the only thing, but we ended up getting some more music yeah but... we got a couple more yeah, but Larry man Larry came through and dropped a great project twenty songs. Where it's just he's floating so smooth, Larry. I've said this before. One thing that sets Larry apart, in my opinion, bro. When I say the nigga don't miss, yeah, the song sound good, but this nigga beats like he he picks the best beats. I think that's why he succeeds so well, bro. Because it's like he pick he picks the beats that he knows are perfect for his flow.
0: It's that thing that I say when you have the freedom of your own label and you know what works, there's not a and there's not quality control, there's not execs higher up pushing you to make this new sound or move toward where wherever the music era or the music industry is headed toward. Mm-hmm. He can just be him. That player-ass sound that yeah. we like, until he wants to change it, or until he finds a new pocket yeah. that he wants to, to get comfortable He's
1: about to milk this, right? If it what they say, if it ain't broke, don't fix if it. If ain't it, bro. broke, don't fix it, and it ain't nothing wrong with he got going, right? And that's exactly what he's doing, and he's actually improving on his sound, which is crazy to think about. It. The thing about it is they're actually
0: totally different types of the same sound,
1: right? 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 Like, why I say he keep he keeps evolving it. <laughs> okay, it should,
0: I shouldn't say that he keeps he they're completely different sounds with the exact same vibe. Okay. That that makes me... So, he doesn't... All his songs don't sound the same. No, no, no. I don't want to say it like that. But the vibes are the same. The vibe is the
1: same. Yeah, yeah. Player. Player, healthy. Tie back, ride. Successful. Women. Breeze through your hair while you know this man... Saying. like Windows down. If she leaves, I don't
0: give a fuck. Yeah, you know if what I'm she, saying. Just if she's her here, head. I'd love to have her. Right.
1: Oh, my Just God. Just living life, bro.
0: Mad player. Do oh, <laughs> you have a player that shit sounds... Yeah. If she's gone, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If she's here... I'd love to have her. Mm. Mm. When you get to that
1: level, like that's that's P. <laughs> that's super P. Yeah, that's real P. That's real P. Uh, but no, Spaceship's on the Blade, man. This, Like I said, this this album was crazy. I had a lot of people text me. People obviously know that we Larry fans, but when, yeah. when people hit you individually, like um, Frat Brothers, you know what I'm saying, family, whoever it may be. And like, nah, bro, this Larry sliding. Like, nah, bro, this Larry going hard. Like, I got text messages like, oh, no, nah, this this Larry different. I'm like, man, I've been trying to tell y'all, bro. Been trying to tell y'all. Like, Larry is that guy, man. But people see it now. The success is there. You can't, like, there's nothing bad that you can say at this point.
0: I'm so used to Larry dropping so often mm-hmm. that I was almost quick to say, bro, this is the first Larry album I've listened to in full length all year. But like we've said, this is the first project he's dropped all year mm-hmm. so yeah that that makes a lot of sense yeah. he's got lots of features on here like we said babyface ray currency Sid from the internet he's got two chains um let's see wallow i uh, forgot about that and yeah duckworth
1: duckworth yep
0: my favorite one on here i think i told you before is for tonight from sid or with sid uh but i do like that two chains track too the second track uh private valet it's one of my favorites um there's a lot of these, but I only listened to it once, so I can't actually go through it like name by name by mm-hmm. name. But um, some of them did stick with me.
1: Yeah, man, they sound great. They sound great. Uh, don't check me. That's the one he's leading right now, as far as like single. He dropped a video for that one with the album that came out on Friday. Uh, but it just sounds great, man. Just shout out to Larry once again doing the damn thing, bro. I I just love, I love how much um, acclaim he's getting now, bro. Like I just, I swear, like that shit makes me happy. That shit makes me so happy. He deserves it, so. Shout out to Larry. Check that out. Spaceship's on the Blade. And it's just like he's
0: almost in – I don't even want to say almost. He's going mainstream in his own lane, like completely. Mm -hmm. There's other people that are in that lane, but they haven't – they're not in that mainstream light yet. Like, of course, we'll always have Dom Kennedy that's in that light. Um, or I mean that's in that line of of rap. Got Primo Rice, people like that, but Larry's as big as it gets right now.
1: Yeah, Larry's A list, bro.
0: (laughs) Don't do that. No, not yet. A
1: list, man. Nah, he's uh he's right at like B plus before you
0: get to A. He's on his way. And I was listening to a lot of things Larry said. I think he I forgot what interview he might have just done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The niggas just bought his money, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: glad you bought that. I forgot because he said um, he he, he only works on, he only gives himself like three hours a day to work on music. Everything else is just living his life. He said rapping gives him anxiety. Mm -hmm.
0: So he doesn't even do that for long. I rap. Three hours a day. Yeah, yeah. But he, he said, if you think about the consistency, if I rap three hours a day, 365 days a year, you you got something there. That's some magnificent numbers. Yeah, that's yeah. He, was, said he said, like, um, the outstanding numbers. And yeah, he was like, that's outstanding. <laughs> and I, then you done outstanding numbers. Yeah, so I was like, know, God man. damn it. He's this, so playful. I was bro. like, this is how he uses numbers in a sentence. Yeah, man. I hear him say it in raps, but like, yeah. When you hear something like that, like the first time you hear Rich the Kid and Migos used that way in a mm-hmm. sentence, you're like, oh, that's how you use it. Yeah, yeah. And we knew how we were using it, but I had never heard hear Larry. Yeah, then you're doing outstanding yeah, yeah. numbers. And I'm like, or doing magnificent numbers. I'm yeah. like, that's funny. Oh, good job, Larry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> way to go, Larry. I was going to say, you're doing good. <laughs> yeah. Um, that shit funny. He said, could you use it in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> we got
0: um and I don't even mind saying this in front of, the audience. Shout out the audience. We're gonna we going shout y'all in just a second. Um Car, we gotta get more like that. Like what? What you mean? Um he's walking around in his in his 91 bag, his 91 hat, his 91. I mean, and shout out to Chef Hobby. Chef Hoppy, you know, he's he's been promoting the you are, your brand, that uh, yeah. entire thing, his entire from day one. From day one mm-hmm. that I'll step in it, I'll walk in it, I'll sit my ass down in it, mm-hmm. I'll wipe my ass with me, with this, with like with Everything you see him walk in is Larry. Yeah. Everything you see him promote is Larry. Yeah. Everything you see him buy is Larry. Um his biz- like it's just
1: that shit is player. Like Yeah, bro. I, no, I I love that too. A lot of artists um I don't think a lot of artists get that. The building, yeah, bro. We trying. You see the pillows and shit. <laughs> we trying, but not definitely, bro. I definitely fuck with like you said um his brand is called Midnight Organic if y'all don't know, so he definitely always got that on, always rocking his own shit, like you said.
0: Drinking from his store.
1: Drinking from his store, numbers, you know, tagging that, everything, bro. So, yeah, I love it. Bro has really expanded on his brand, too, and that's the thing. Like, he said it himself. And he was saying this three years ago, so I can only imagine what it's like now. He said, bro, he can stop rapping. He makes so much from his brand, like you mentioned, he doesn't even have to rap. Imagine that. Yeah.
0: It's crazy, right? Well, let's
1: just get the merch. Go.
0: We make so much money from merch. We don't even have to pod.
1: Hey, six figures off the retail, man. Yeah, that's fire. That's I fire. It. I love it, bro. I love it too,
0: man. Shout out, shout out, Larry. Um, and I said we were gonna do this right before we got into the next uh actual thing. Um, but I do want to give Larry. Uh, that's that's an A album.
1: Yeah, there's no skips, bro. Larry, don't miss, man.
0: Okay. Um, but shout out to our listenership. I wanted to get into y'all. Everybody listening on Apple, listening on Spotify, Google. Pandora, Amazon, Stitcher, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart. Everywhere you're listening, make sure you hit that download button so you can get that offline. Going through any uh any tunnels, any train spots, make sure uh, that don't skip. You don't mean any pauses or uh, any delays. Just get that downloaded. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that notify. What is it? Notification? That that button? That bell? That bell? That ding? Um, so you get all of our actual videos. We're doing clips he's back to doing them clips. We're going crazy on YouTube. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok. Thank you for rocking with us. Make sure you hit that follow button. Make sure you hit that subscribe, that uh, that notifications. Turn those on. Um, keep rocking with us, man. But back to the albums. Where we at next?
1: Uh, moving on. So we have Kodak. Kodak snuck an EP on us that dropped on YouTube. Yeah, that called, was a surprise. Yeah, it was called Closure. Closure EP. So... Um, he made a post because this music was actually leaked. So he says in an Instagram post, new EP out now on YouTube closure, somebody leaked this, So I just put it up on my page officially since it's spreading. Anyways, I made this last year in a dark spot. And honestly, I probably would have never released this. I make music from my soul. So it's personal to me and I fear of reopening old scars. This is not intended to diss or expose anyone. Instead, to close a chapter in my book before I go on to the next peacefully. But I hope my fans enjoy this. Although I was against this coming out right now because I was all over this shit, I kind of feel like it got leaked at the right time. I ain't tripping, especially because niggas been playing on my top. And I've been to myself lately, so why not? So he drops this. It's four songs on YouTube. We played it in pre production, man. How you feel about it? Tell me, tell me, what's your feelings when you, when you heard these songs? Um, before
0: Feelings, his publicist wrote this. Um, they, they, they did a nice thing of putting this in, in Kodak form, though. Like, Kodak, this is Kodak's feelings. <laughs> this is Kodak's feelings. Kodak didn't write this, guys. Besides
1: that. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm sorry. I was going to say. Just have to get into to the specifics. Yeah, yeah. He didn't write that. Um, this is great. This is actually an album or an EP that I would have loved to hear Kodak drop. Like, I know he said this was like a dark spot, a vulnerable Mm -hmm. spot for him, um, that he would have never really dropped this on Mm -hmm. any other instance. This is what I want to hear from him.
1: Yeah, that's the Kodak that we that we love. That we that we always love. Of course, there's hard tracks, there's bangers that you
0: got out now and on projects that you continue to release. That we like. Oh yeah, hell yeah, we want to hear that too. That's why we've been giving you the praise. The you've been going this hard, um, but the tracks that you've been holding on to are smokers. Mm. This is the type of shit, Corey, that we have no idea. The type of music our favorite artists are holding back and will never, ever, ever hear.
1: Yeah, bro. It's so, it's so so many songs that never make the cut that when you finally hear them, if they get leaked, you're like, oh my God. That makes the cut. Yeah, it does. But like you said, I, I'm okay with him explaining why they didn't come out because, you know, he was quote unquote dissing exposing people things like that saying names he and didn't that, really diss anybody i mean he said I, their names like, yeah no nah, i'm just saying that's what what the people were saying i'm not saying he was I, sympathizing
0: yeah, the, yeah. the blogs no the blogs put right. headlines up as fucking bullshit that right. that wasn't exactly true at all they kind of said the words name drop but that doesn't make any sense they just he mentioned the baby he mentioned boosie and he mentioned who else was it that he threw in there um it does it's, it's not it's not that important but yeah, yeah. he threw a few rappers in there and related himself to them as they had been canceled within the last year or so and um he was saying basically they're taking the voice from the strong niggas. um
1: yeah so that's the point i was making not to say i'm just was saying like that's what people were saying but if you really listen to the songs like you mentioned you can understand that he's not really he wasn't really trying to diss he was just being personal man and i I love when niggas get personal within their music. That's when they make the best music. Like he said here, of course, I probably would have never released this shit because it opens up, you know, wounds and dark places in my life. But sometimes when niggas be going through shit in their life, that's when they make their best product, unfortunately. so.
0: Well, I believe that's that's always when somebody makes the best yeah, product. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, but I love it, man. It was four songs. Um, one is called Sometime Away. The other one is called X and O's. They Fear Me. And I'm off that. Uh, all audio tracks there on YouTube. If you haven't heard it, man, check it out. Another conversation we was having about Kodak. I was asked this question over the weekend. Shout out to Ro again. He said, who's had the biggest year so far of 2022? And I, I couldn't really think of anybody. I sat there and I was like, man, I really don't know. And he was like, it's Kodak Black.
0: Yeah, this isn't even an argument for me. I wouldn't even, even like, even if you were to ask this just like without, without, um, prior conversation yeah yeah i would i would automatically say kodak black i was actually thinking something like this earlier this week i'm glad that you had this conversation shout out row he all over this podcast today (laughs) um but yeah from january to now we've talked so many times about how oh here's kodak Mm -hmm. is kodak gonna do this again can kodak come back again snapping product uh, project snapping feature snapping song snapping He's kind of stayed away in the last few months from social media drama. But, um, of course, he's still all over social media. He'll do his little trolling things to get, like, you know, he'll do his clout shit. Mm -hmm. But um, as it pertains to rapping, he's been going crazy ever since Super Gremlin. And he hasn't taken his foot off of the pedal. He's been going nuts.
1: yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. When he said I was like, yeah, that, that's easy. I don't think anybody's had a year like Kodak Black in I, 2022. It's
0: not even close. Like The way we're going to talk about, um, I think probably next pod, something like that. I think the baby, not the baby, Lil Baby's on the way, something like that. Mm-hmm. Lil Baby would just have to go on a run the entire rest of the year just smoking it, smoking it, smoking it for me to feel like Kodak Black sits at number two because he's there's nobody that can we're sitting at almost september now yeah. there's nobody can take that from kodak right now
1: yeah and i think he's gonna finish it not to say that niggas like baby and other people who are gonna uh drop music for the of this year not to say that they're not gonna drop great music but as far as like staying hot and consistent and every time you get on somebody's song you killing it nobody has done that like kodak has done that this it'll year. be on their albums oh yeah he was on kendrick lamar's album bro that's right. why i'm saying like, right <laughs> yeah he like had the biggest and year. He'll man. make his way to the little
0: baby album, yeah, I'm course. sure, and of he'll course. make his way to schmirk's album before the the year's over. Mm-hmm. So um, he probably um, on DJ Khaled shit, more than likely. Oh, for sure, he's on that album. Yeah, yeah. Did we not send something that he was already like? Nah, it was uh, there was four people that was on the cover of a new. It was Dirk DJ Khaled track.
1: It was Twenty One Savage, Roddy Rich, and Dirk. Okay, yeah, we know that's coming. I'm gonna need some different artists from him.
0: I mean, bro, you know. We're gonna need to throw some people differently in the mix. We'll see. You don't think so?
1: I know. Should he? Yes, but we'll see how it sounds because that's all one song. Those artists, that's all one song that they're gonna be on. Oh,
0: yeah, no, I was, I know. I meant like doing that and then doing Roddy Rich, of course, we saw him already. We saw Dirk in there already. We saw Lil Baby. We already heard uh Lil Baby Drake. Like,
1: you know. I agree. But I'm saying there there's still so many other people to get because those artists right there is just one song.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know. there's there's I know. still
1: so many more that yeah. But I agree, like, yeah, I want to hear something different as well. I want a different sound. Go get go get some uh, some singers, man. You know, just do something different. I, I agree. I agree.
0: I just yeah, okay. We're not we're not on the DJ Khaled tip right now. Yeah, so not, yet. Yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. We'll so, save that. So so yeah. So we'll save that. Yeah. Um, but ending with Kodak, this was good. This Check was, it out. Yeah. This was four tracks again, right? Yeah.
1: Four tracks. Yep. Close your EP on YouTube only. It's great. Put that on your on your phone though. Put it on your own DSPs because it's that good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, we already talked about yeah, how we're gonna get that to, to our. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's gonna get there,
2: right?
0: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Apple. Sorry, YouTube. We're yeah. gonna have to. We have to get that off your hands Facts. really quick, man. I need that. <laughs> um, but let's go ahead and move on. Meg Thee Stallion, her album Trauma Zine, uh, it's been out for about a week now. She did 66,000. Mm-hmm. That's going to debut number three on the Billboard Hot 100.
1: Yeah, so we talked about the last part. Uh, I don't know if we talked about what she would do, but we talked about how we felt about the album. Um, and I think that's okay. Um, you know, sitting at number three, 66, I mean, they probably... They probably not super happy with that from the label standpoint and and her but i think i think for what that album was made for and not having a rollout and everything you know that's to come with that i think they're okay with with sitting at number three that's my opinion
0: i don't even I, i left the silence on purpose um you want me to be honest, Kari. God damn. You just make me sound like a hater every single time you we do. talk
1: about. You make yourself sound no,
0: like a hater. No, I'm you. not, Kari. Like, it's I, not me. It is. You're making me sound like a hater for going hard on on an album that in any other instance, if somebody was that big, it doesn't matter how close it was, they announced the drop. Somebody that we, just, we talk about how she has a clinch on the damn world, Kari.
1: Nobody's albums is selling like that, bro. You know this. Corey, the and biggest just, she's still all on the biggest the of are Beyonce. All the biggest in the world even. are doing a hundred. Not Megan the Stallion. On an album that has no rollout and no promo. Like you want people to sell a hundred thousand. Chris Brown didn't sell a hundred thousand. Like, you know the climate.
0: What, she's not
1: Beyonce. You said Chris
0: didn't do a hundred. What did no, Chris do?
1: He did like seventy first week or some shit like that. You expect Meg to do 100K off of Trauma zine, bro? Off N- of Trauma zine. Yes. You're crazy. I don't. Cardi, right.
0: who's the biggest female rapper in the game right now?
1: Not Megan Thee Stallion. Who? Who is it? Cardi B. Nicki Minaj. Not Meg Thee Stallion. Come on now. It's
0: definitely, if we're talking about heat right now, it's definitely Cardi first, and then we're going to go with Meg. Like, Nicki do not got this bitch heated up right now. Nikki's Nikki, and she'll always be Nikki. We are talking about a heat factor level? Yes. She's not hotter right now.
1: Super freaky girl. She's that shit is not. It. No, I'm saying, bro, from the charts and the YouTube and the playlist, she's killing it.
0: That's because she's Nikki, and she can get herself placed in all them shits by without so,
1: sales. So why ask me the question? I'm talking if about. If she can't I'm talking
0: it. about your name ringing in the motherfucking streets, Kari. It's, Cardi- I mean, it's Cardi's, and it's Mag's. Ain't nobody's name, Nicki's name, not ringing right
1: now. What 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 songs is is ringing off from Megan right now before this album came out? Plan B didn't even ring like that, like we thought. What, what else was ringing?
0: What was the little fucking track that just dropped? Like didn't she just drop some and shit like Pressurelicious?
1: Yeah, the Future. That one was was ringing, but that was right before the album. But before that, bro, she didn't have nothing. She had Plan B, but it wasn't ringing. During, like that.
0: during the whatchamacallit era, the I'm not even trying to. Please don't make me seem like I'm putting on a cape for Meg The Stallion right now because I really just came in. No, <laughs> nah, this is just the yeah, this is just
1: dialogue. <laughs> oh,
0: no, that fucking song went crazy during that little Rolling Loud era. That. Plan three b. to four weeks era that she yeah, had that track yeah, out yeah,
1: yeah no but i'm saying but since that like you're saying she's been just so hot so hot so hot and I'm no like, I, I didn't say I she's that. so
0: hot i said she's fucking hotter than Nicki minaj
1: right now and i don't think that that's what i'm telling you like i know plan b for that them few weeks may have rang off and she performed it at rolling loud and we were excited about it but since that fuck, fuck, ain't new, nothing.
0: fuck new songs carrie fuck new songs i'm talking about female rappers heat you think women are riding around listening to more Nicki right now than they listening to Meg? Fuck no. But I'm saying this year, bro. I'm talking about heat heated up, like period, that like would sell more. If she's doing that, the only reason why Nicki would do more is straight off of I'm Nicki Minaj.
1: Okay. So you think Meg should sell more than $66,000 1st week? where do you put her though
0: absolutely her last album did like 180 Corey,
1: bro you just i you're not wrong but you are not focusing in on the fact that she had no promo she had no heat like you are thinking like i know what you mean i get
0: if you have no promo in the older days of of music when we're just getting into the streaming days, if you're still in the CD days, shit like that, niggas get on Apple Music and Twitter and Instagram every day, Kari. They know
1: the fucking album's out. Not when you tell us right before it come out, bro. Come on now. Kari. This album came out on Friday. She told us on Thursday. Kari, I'm not going for that.
0: I'm not going for that. Nah, I'm bro. not going for that at all. And I don't think any <laughs> niggas, anybody else in this music industry is going for that shit.
1: Fuck that, Corey. I think you just basing it off the future. I mean, off the past, bro. It's a different ball game. I get it's, it's a different, different ball game. game.
0: There's niggas still doing a hundred, and Meg is not
1: what we think she is. Is Meg not one of the biggest? She is, bro. She is, but the, it's not translating to the music. It's, I mean, to the the sales, it's not. It's not. It's just not. If Chris Brown. If Chris Brown can put out that fucking heat that he put out this year and not do 100, bro, when I see Meg and other people not do 100, I'm like, I get it. It's not y'all. It's not y'all.
0: Now, I I think we're comparing different people that we shouldn't be comparing. I get Chris nah, Brown's man. legacy like, and his star factor, but globally... Chris Brown lost a lot, and he's lost a
1: lot for a long time. Yes, but I'm saying I still think if we're just talking about talent and and heat and all this, he should sell 100. I just don't think Meg... Meg should be selling more than Chris Brown.
0: All right. Meg should for sure be selling more records than Chris Brown.
2: He's a
1: legacy act damn near at this point. Okay. I just don't think Meg got it like that. Anytime she has sold, the numbers that you're saying is because she had multiple tracks that was... Rotting. She was rotting on that. She had no tracks for this. She dropped Pressure Licious. Yes, a few weeks before it came out. Plan B did what it did for those few weeks. She drops the album and doesn't say anything. That shit is not going number one, bro. I don't no, care. I don't care. I don't I didn't care, it to I don't go care number one. how good the music may be or how big she's supposed to be. She's never done that before. It I didn't, I didn't expect it to go on number one but you're expecting it to do more than what it did. I tried to give her praise. I'm like, yeah, I understood that y'all just put this out just to put it out. Number three is cool. You saying it should be better it's than not number cool.
0: three. No, no, no. I'm not saying it should be better than number three. Whoever's number two and number one, clap your hands. Well-deserved. I'm saying whether it's two, one, three, four, five, 66 is not that. She should be doing more than 66,000.
1: All right, man. <laughs> I'm just, we're going we to see when, when more people do this. you going to be like, okay. And I'm like, I tried to tell you. Tried to tell you. But it's all good. Trauma scene, check that out. 66,000. Shout out to <laughs> me. <laughs> Number three on the charts. <laughs> Doing the damn thing. Nah, I was just playing. But moving on, we had uh, we had one more you wanted to talk about. I didn't really get to. No, it. I
0: didn't really want to talk about it. I just wanted to mention uh, Internet Money. Go check that out. Uh, they got a... Well, he, producer-wise, got a new album out. Uh, it's called We All We Got. It's an EP.
1: Yeah, I think it was about five or six songs on there from artists. Uh, Lil' Tekka was on there. Lil' Yachty was on there. Uh, some more artists. But Internet Money, They he's dropped... Taste before, and he's had songs before that went crazy. Um, so I'm sure that shit probably sounded good as well.
0: You know, he's like a white kid.
1: I didn't know that. I've never seen his face, I've just only yeah. seen the name.
0: Yeah, he's on it. Loteca, Yachty, um, Ken Carson.
1: Yeah, Loteca again. Uh, okay, wow, shout out to bro. Because that track with um, who's that Don Tolliver and Gunna, the one on the top song right there. this is a naf song, Eliminate. Eliminate. But that's his song. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm saying, like, he's good. I'm saying, I've heard that song before, and he's good. Uh, that's, that's yeah, what I'm I know saying. him from. Yeah.
0: I'm looking at some of this shit under here. Uh, Killer Roy, of course. Yeah. Also, <laughs> The Black Killer Roy. The Dwight- <laughs> White Rory. I mean, I said Rory, The White Vory. You know. Um, Was that it for albums?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was it. We can move on into songs.
0: All right, let's do this. Offset Solo track is here. The beginning of the offset album Rollout is here. Yep, yeah, we're here. We're witnessing it. 54321, a track by Offset. We had originally heard earlier this week this track would feature money back, yo. It did not. Mm-hmm. Um, this was just offset, featured by I said featured, produced by Baby Keem.
1: <laughs> yeah, how you how you uh, how you feeling about this one? This was
0: great. I liked everything that I heard from offset. I you saw know, the video
1: y'all was gonna say you said the music video yeah yeah I
0: saw the video he was uh basically set it like a, a theme park an amusement park mm-hmm. it was a nice video the visuals were great mm-hmm. the rap was great the content was great yep. this was nice to hear from offset you've been seeing a lot of quavo, a lot of takeoff you haven't been seeing anything from offset mm-hmm. and we've got a very very good song to me and an interesting song when you get to the politics that we'll get to later.
1: Facts, facts. But no, um, I agree as well. Like, first time hearing it, I was like, okay. The beat is crazy. Shout out to Baby King, you know, putting his, his producer credits on there. Sounds like a Baby King track. It sounds just like I heard Baby King on the song. This wasn't even produced. Like, this was
0: produced by Baby King for, for Baby, Baby King. He okay. was just like, <laughs> I swear, I give it this set.
1: I swear. Uh, but no, it sounded good, man. Offset, just he's such a great rapper, bro. He he floated well on that track. I loved it. I loved
0: Absolutely. it.
1: Um, but yeah, so more more onto the politics though. You wanted to, you wanted to go ahead and go there. Yeah, you want to you want to go into it. Yeah, so one thing that stood out to me, bro. It didn't even stand out to me. You showed me this. Yeah, man, and, and I did it on purpose. I told you, like I was gonna text you. It's,
0: uh, I think it's because I never listened to this on DSPs. Mm. I strictly watched the music Yo, video.
1: Got you, got you. So um, yeah, I purposely didn't text you. I was like, I'm gonna wait till we link mm. for the pod because I want to see your reaction. So and I and you got a reaction. I did, I did. So <laughs> me looking at this track, I go down and look at the uh, the the label credits. You know, if you have Apple Music, you can go down um, at the end of the song. You'll see, you know, whose uh, distribution and whose label is backing this song, right? And so I looked, and I don't see QC listed anywhere on this song. It just says Motown Records. Now, if you know QC is backed by Motown Records, if you didn't know that, but usually. Um, On on everything that Offset has dropped in the past, all Migos' track, even the Uncle they just dropped, it'll say quality control music slash Motown Records. Yep. So I'm like, why doesn't this song say QC? What is going on at QC? Did Offset leave QC?
0: That's the big question that everybody wants to know. I actually had just gone to title, so I could double check and see if I could get any other uh, insight. Uh-huh. I, I don't see anything that has anything
1: it's not even to do incident, with QC. I swear to
0: God. Um. So when Jakari showed me this, Oof. I was baffled. <laughs> I immediately swiped up, and I typed in Quavo Takeoff's name, because I wanted to see if Quavo, i mean, sorry, if Offset's name and his music no longer appears under the QC management or the QC the label mm-hmm. tag, Disquavo and Takeoffs, Unk and Few music that has just recently been released. Right. So if offset's off, they've got to be off too, right? Right. They're still on the label. I'm looking at the music, they just dropped within the last two months. Two months, yeah. It says QC. Motown, that whole UMG, um, and then you look back at Offset's that just says Motown, UMG, and my head went the fucking swirling. Kari, <laughs> Offset is definitely left. Yeah, QC. bro. Um, I,
1: I think I think I think that relationship has come to an end. Maybe. I think we may be witnessing like firsthand that QC offset relationship may be coming to an halt.
0: It's uh it's uh it's only it only sucks because last week we thought that they got us. We had stopped, we were like, ah, they fucking got us, Corey. They pulled one over on us. And it looks like offset's pulled out of the deal.
1: Yeah, I think he may just be uh being back solely from this point on, by, by Motown,
0: by Motown, um, doing his own
1: thing. And it's weird. It's weird to to even to see that and and speculate and you know say that because we still don't even know what's going on here between the three. And maybe the label now at this point, maybe Q and and, and Coach P as well. You know, you we just don't know who's involved. So it, it sucks, bro. But no, nah, that that means something, and I know y'all probably like, what? Nah, bro. That means something because you, you made it a point for QC not to be on there.
0: Well, I'm I'm Roger Taylor, so even if we don't have the truth, we're definitely gonna fucking swirl around some fucking rumors.
1: Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> the rumor mill.
0: It's it's been wide known, not even a rumor.
1: I mean, yeah, it's been known even even before the unconfusion. It's been known that. That there's been
0: tension, not just between the Migos themselves, yeah. but between the Migos and their situation with QC. Yep. We heard about this before Culture 3 dropped. Mm-hmm. And we heard that that might have been a reason why Culture 3 took so long. Yep. Um, and QC, um, P had to come out and say that there was no beef between them and the Migos. Um, offset, takeoff of them, they had to state the exact same thing. But... In the background, if you're privy to information, you knew there were quarrels going on. You knew there were fights going on, real fights going on, yep, between members of Migos, between A and R's and label heads at QC, between rappers on QC. Um, and let's. I'm just. I'm just gonna clear. And if if this. Episode gets listened back to later. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Migos was not Migos was not happy with little baby becoming the priority of QC. Not happy at all. You think so? I know so. I know so. One hundred percent. I know that. Why do you think that? I've listened and and heard of uh, of real 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 fights go on about it. You know, like real fights between members of that label, okay, and heads of that label, executives of that label. Um, I've heard you know from firsthand fights that have actually gone on between 4PF and
1: QC Artists, yeah, we know that studio fights, club fights, club fights, yeah, yeah. That was reported. I remember that for Niggas sure. Niggas getting their chains robbed and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and shit like that. Slapped across the face and shit. Yeah. Um. Sure. QC. Uh,
0: well, let's just say Migos, Migos, and Lil Baby are not fans of each other
1: at all. Okay. At all. Label drama. Ooh, and they haven't been. They haven't been yeah, for this, years. I was gonna say this has been going on. This at is least since 2019.
0: Yeah, this 20. So yeah, 2018, 2019, something yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is not new. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew that for sure. The moment little baby popped, it yeah, became yeah. a problem at that label <laughs> because it was it was homegrown and it was yeah. for Migos. So it seemed like Migos would be the bread and butter forever. But you're not always. You see the way 2017 came and they were the biggest in the world and they're not anymore. And now little baby is. Of course, you're going to put the money and the like, not the respect, the money and the attention mm-hmm. um, and, and all of the events that are going to go on and things like that behind baby. baby. Yeah, it, it makes sense. It's business. Yeah. It, it's business. Yeah. But I also understand people that have been the number one at a label before that's like, okay, I'm not going back to being treated like two, three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go somewhere where even if I'm not number one, I'm being treated in my own way. Like I'm my own number one. Yeah. And there's not a hierarchy here right now.
1: No, yeah, that makes sense. And you would think that there would be a conversation about that from it, the label. It probably was. I mean, we we would hope. Yeah, this, this, this hope. surely probably was. I'm just saying, like from the amigo standpoint, if there was a conversation, this is my thing. If there was a conversation that was held, you would think they would react differently. So me
0: um, a lot of money. With a lot of money, car, It comes with a lot of power, it comes with right, a lot of ego.
1: Right, right, right. And I get it. They built QC. The niggas was saying QC when streets on lock was dropping. I understand.
0: And even outside of building it, money and fame comes with ego right. that you can't tell niggas nothing and in I, some instances. I
1: get that. I get that. I'm just making a point. I'm saying like the fact that they are. Oh, yeah. I'm not differing have acted and have reacted to the way that they have for the last three, four years, it makes me think like, damn, was there a conversation that was held? Cause mm. if there was, you would think niggas would be um okay with it more. But I understand these are niggas, you know what I'm saying? These are hood niggas, like you said, they came up them it was the Migos label, bro. They were on top of the world. I get it. Here comes this little guy, and now he's trying to take our place. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. But I'm just looking at the bigger picture. Because now, look at where we are now. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like everything is about to fucking implode, bro. <laughs> like, except for Baby. Like, he's the only one. And shit, who knows what his future is, is like. You know, that's some more speculation. So it's just like, damn.
0: Now that's something that I always wondered. I always wondered if Lil Baby would stay with QC. I think we've actually heard him say things about not yeah. thing forever or if we
1: or we've talked about it for sure it sounds familiar
0: i think we've heard things yeah maybe i don't know i don't i don't want to confirm that yeah yeah. um but you know it sounds you know it sounds believable yeah it does um but yeah offset is definitely off of the label guys yeah
1: he's definitely off of the label and and, and definitely about to drop his uh his follow up to his debut album so the album that's coming out is this gonna be his last album
0: with QC or is this gonna be his newest album with Motown
1: it's a great question bro looking like it's just gonna be his first song Motown
0: that's weird
1: hey man I'm telling you that shit they
0: I mean but also being a homegrown label they probably had that situation settled to where he could leave Mm -hmm. this label quietly okay it's Hopefully. not a big legal thing. It's not one of those type of things.
1: Yeah, let's just drop this song and not put QC on there. <laughs> Make it easy so nobody really can um, know the facts. We can just speculate, you know? So I'm sure they probably... They may have went ab- about it like that, maybe. But... The same way
0: Kendrick did his thing with TDE. With, yeah, yeah. I mean, you didn't fulfill it. Well, he... He told people it'd be his last right, album. Right, this right. wasn't a fulfillment or yeah. something where you owe us this, this, and that, and then you can sign off something like that. You're a family, and this is how we're gonna handle you leaving. Like that's that's how it should be. Yeah. And I don't know the whole details, but if that's how when we're offset, that's how it should go. Yeah. Um, but it it should really go with them reconciling. This should not be happening. I don't know what's going on with QC, but between the three of them. This should not be happening with with cousins and, and things of that nature. Sorry,
1: uh, but yeah, we can move on. Standing Singles, another song that uh, released on YouTube. Everybody was just dropping shit on YouTube this week. Uh, Favio Foreign, London Freestyle, dropped on YouTube. We heard that as well. How'd you feel about that one?
0: It was good. I mean, of course, it's Favio being Favio Yeah, We're on a drill beat. Yeah, um, but this sounded good.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was, an, it was a throwaway, but I liked it. No I, I liked it Like
0: I don't have anything Bad to say about it at all I really actually Wouldn't have called it A throwaway It is a throwaway, throwaway But it doesn't man. sound Like one to
1: me No 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 I didn't I wasn't saying like It sounded like one Just it's a throwaway Um, But it was cool But yeah Yeah when, check that out It's well, on YouTube Yeah when shit get dropped On YouTube a lot of times Like I hardly go back to it That's why I wanted to make like the emphasis on the codec, like that's one that I really want to put and like download. But sometimes yeah, I, like, I have to get that one on my yeah. on my actual DSP. But yeah, sometimes when, when artists like they just drop them Lucies on YouTube, like oh, I listen to it once. I'm like, okay, it's cool. So this is one of those for me. But a I lot have of to the, take away
0: the, from it. A lot of that go to YouTube, I don't listen to.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But this even one, once this one is was what cool. I mean. This one was cool though.
0: Okay, Um Cordae dropped two singles. These were on uh, all DSPs. I actually didn't get the name of those. That was stupid. Um, He's got one out that was called Unacceptable, and the other one was called So With That.
1: Yeah, we played these. This is my first time hearing it because it actually dropped last, last week. Last week on the 11th. The yeah. 11th, yeah. So, um, yeah, this, I didn't even know these dropped.
0: Yeah, I didn't until I actually was scrolling through reels on Instagram, and I heard somebody doing a reel with that as the audio uh so with that yeah. and i was like man what the hell is this this can't be from the last album yeah. because i heard the last album and it was so with that and that's my favorite one from this too yeah. probably yours too he got yeah. super lyrical on that one um soulful you can't count this kid out i can't even call him a kid because we're like the same age right um
1: <laughs> from the industry standpoint though he's a kid no to yeah. Else, yeah
0: but corday is the fucking truth man he's got Basically, a two pack out. Um, I already gave you the names Fire, both yeah. tracks are fire. The first one's more of a sing song y. Um, uh, of course, there's rap in it, but there's hook melody type shit going on with it. The the second one's so with that, it's just straight soulful bars.
1: Yeah, I loved it, man. I loved it. Definitely check that out.
0: Uh, any, any thoughts on it?
1: Um, no, because like I had only heard it that one time, like I said, I. I'm I'm shocked. I did not even know this shit came out. I usually am up to date with Cordae, but uh, but no, I loved it, bro. I don't have nothing bad to say about the tracks. I think he's just one of those artists. It's just gonna take more time, more years in the game before everybody really catches on to understand like, oh, this nigga can really, really rhyme. Um, but outside of that, I don't have nothing really bad to say about it. Does he make it? Yes, man. It's just gonna take time, bro. Like he's just coming up in an era that's not. For him. I know. I just don't want him to get older. <sighs> I know, I know, I know. But I think I think another two two, three years, another two solid albums, bro, like it's gonna be hard for niggas not to respect Corday. Cause the game, the higher ups, the biggest, you know, the OGs, he already got that respect. It's just, it's, it just it's just waiting on us, the I,
0: fans. I just hate to feel like we're moving towards an era that doesn't give a fuck about those higher ups.
1: Yes. But for
0: their respect, or who they respect.
1: Yes, but Cordae just hasn't resonated with the music. He just ain't touched the people all the way yet. We've said this before. He's never had a hit song. He needs once a he, hit yo, song. Once he gets a hit song, bro, a radio hit in today's days. I'm not even saying like just you know he on tried. the radio. I'm just saying like the claim that a song can do like that. He needs that.
0: There was a track that he tried. He tried to do the the Jay Z girls, girls, girls one mm-hmm. with like the all around the world type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that. that was his version Of trying to get a hit to stick That wasn't the one That he was gonna need Yeah
1: he tried t- with Wayne too That one uh, It was called like Pressure or some shit On the last album I'm gonna have to find He got it. some tracks with Young Thug um, Yeah he had a song with, with Q-Tip So like that, what I'm saying bro Like it's it's there It's there but
0: No I meant as some tracks He was actually using the market Towards like a hit But um
1: Sinister is the one with Wayne Okay. Last album. Okay. It's like, yeah. It's like one. One
0: really of those. Big. That was one of those. Because yeah. that was a single, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It's just some a little more. He's gonna need. Yeah. And. <sighs> hate to say it, he's not gonna get it without the label backing. <laughs> he has his own label now, right? Oh, I don't know. Can you yeah. just check that last one? Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure the last one was under his own, but it might be under someone else.
1: It just says Atlantic. Okay. Cool. 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 We all right. Yeah, he'd be all right, bro. Just, Good. just some more time.
0: Good hands. Um, so we can go ahead and move on. I think we're actually in the news now. No, we had a couple more songs. Um, okay, no. Yeah, you're right. We actually just... I went down there on my own. <clears throat> Hit Boy dropped a song called Fireproof.
1: Yeah, this was... Uh, I told y'all on Thursday, because we had talked about him doing the Madden soundtrack. I said he was actually going to drop a song um, on Friday, and this was a song. Um, it's a quick, like, two-minute short song. He switches up the beat maybe, like, halfway through. It starts out slow, and then he goes into, like, a more upbeat, uh, showing off his rapping skills. But this is a solid song. I'm guessing Hit Boy's probably working towards a, a solo project. So um, it's probably just, like, the leading song. But it, it sounded real good, man. I, I liked it. I, I definitely enjoyed this track.
0: Okay, so is Hit Boy working on a collab track, I mean a collab album or a solo album? Because at first we thought it was going to be, like, we heard the game shit, then we heard the Dom shit. We were like, oh yeah, he might be working on like something for a group, but then some of the game shit started to mm. become games music. Um, but that Dom song is is it gonna be on a solo Hip Boy
1: album? You know, it's just Hip Boy has so many different connections, it's so hard to say because him and Dom have their half a male group, so we can always say, like, yes, this is probably solo, but it can always go on another collab that they do. Um, the game, like you said, I know he produced like, executive produced his last album, but I'm sure they had other songs that didn't make the album, so I just never know with Hit Boy, bro. He's always, always working. Um, but I think he's probably gonna drop a solo project soon. That's just the feeling that I get from that song, of course with uh, with Dom and then with this. Um, but, but we'll see, bro. Like I said, that nigga. He's so unpredictable, bro. I, I never know what he's doing until he drops it.
0: I mean, I guess this would be the time for him to drop a solo track, like I mean, a solo album. If 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 there hasn't been a better time in the mm-hmm. world for Hit Boy, to be under the lamp of everybody watching him, this yeah. is his best time to drop a solo project.
2: Yeah,
1: <clears throat> so I think the last one did. Chauncey Chauncey Hollis' projects, I think that came out in 2020. So I think he ain't even dropped a solo in two years. So yeah, I definitely, it's time. It's time for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think there were eyes on him back then like there are now. Nah. So. Not not at all. So, yeah. I'll be looking forward to whether uh, whatever it is that he decides to drop. Um, <clears throat> You want to move on? Yeah, we can. 42 Doug, dropped the track called I Don't Give a Fuck.
1: <laughs> and I didn't give a fuck about this song. Yeah, I
0: love 42 Dogs, <laughs> You not forget
1: Sorry. Nah, yeah. This one was just... Um you know, we we know his situation. He's still, you know, incarcerated. So they're just dropping music the label. It's one of them songs they probably could have kept. Uh, um mm-hmm. but, you know, they gotta get music out. I get it, his name gotta stay, you know, relevant, things like that. But yeah. And he's got a fan base, so some people are gonna listen to it, people wanna right. hear it. So right, right. it was know. at the top of the apple music charts, of course, like it always gonna be. Um not a lot of people drop music, but still it's Doug. Anytime he drops his name is gonna be at the top, so I'm sure they, they just put it out for that. But yeah, I just wasn't a fan of this one too much. Um, but I, I may listen to it again just to really see how I feel about it. Okay. I think that does wrap it up for the singles though. Or did we have more? No, that was it.
0: Okay. All right. We can we can move on in the news. Carl, you definitely wanted to talk this first. I want to talk about this too. Diddy took time to get on socials over, uh, over the past week and he stated that R&B is dead as we know it, man. Yes, bro. Do you agree? absolutely not i don't agree with diddy i i man i just i i feel like i'm squidward on this podcast like i'm just are, crushing bro. everybody's fucking dream you are bro and, well i mean this pie <laughs> but i don't give a fuck um we can get into the the entire is r&b dead this this and that and i do want to get into that so we can just clear certain things up but Diddy doesn't even think this shit. Diddy is on a promo run for his fucking album, and Diddy is saying things that are going to go viral.
1: Agreed. <laughs> I agree, because, um, nigga, you just put out an R&B song with, yeah. with Bryson Tiller. With Bryson Tiller, who would be a part of what you call Killing R&B. What, right, the game that you said is dead. But uh, no, bro, even myself, I definitely don't think that R&B is dead. I think we're actually getting... Some of the best R&B Some we've had be- in a long time. Oh yes, yes, but it's not getting recognized. Like people like Lucky Day, Division, fucking um, who who just dropped? What's his name? Snow Allegra. Snow Allegra. What, um, what I'm thinking Gibbyon just dropped. Like it's 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 real R&B out, man. Like what you talking about? Um, who am I missing? May- male, male, female,
0: female, and and I kind of like talked about how crazy I was for that just dropped this year. No, it was within the last year. Um, oh, man. Sorry, brother. I wish I could help. Cleo Soul. Holy oh, shit. Cleo. Yeah, can't can't miss that. Yeah, man. Um, but and that's we we weren't even naming the big ones. I was
1: gonna say we we stayed away from the big ones on purpose because we can name Cezza, we can name Summer, we can name Jasmine, we can name Ari, we
0: can name Sid, we can name Duckworth, like we can more. name. Um, you already said. Did you say Lucky Day? No, yep, I said Lucky um, Day first, sir.
1: <laughs> like.
0: When we start naming all of these, and I wasn't calling you sir, I was talking about Sir, the RB singer. Um, when we start naming all of these greats at b it's hard to to agree with what Diddy's saying. Now, I believe RB is a lot different. When, yes. when he was in his prime of RB, we were in the age of love songs. We're not in the age of love songs anymore. We're in the age of heartbreak songs. So there's no more the of the I love you baby making songs it's the angry sex songs uh-huh. now like so yeah the dynamic of the genre has definitely changed yep. but you're getting a new version and a great version of of R&B
1: Absolutely man and and I agree like these days a lot of people say the music is more toxic and that's what more people go to um but a lot of artists that we named are still on that original rhythm and blues sound. The love making like we said lucky day. Uh man, Neo dropped an album this year. Tank just dropped an album on Friday as well like the uh, R the R&B is still here. I'm just
0: going to name some people because we were just going off top of our head and of course we missed some people. Uh I've been talking about Dijon. Tiana Taylor, jeremiah Tory Lanes. Um I've been talking about they. Um let, let let's go through. Blue Chris Brown, Kehlani, uh SZA, Ella May, uh, we got Leela James, Timms, Seventh Street, or Seventh Streeter. My apologies. Um, let's see. We got. Of course, I said the internet, which which holds Sid, Division, Mahalia. I, I, I'm I'm just naming names after names after names. We got Tiller, Jasmine Sullivan. I'm like oh, what,
1: what? We could go the whole part, bro. Like. R and B is not dead, man. I just, I just don't Far agree we. with that. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we mentioned R&B. Um but yeah, I just don't, I don't agree, man. I just think, like you said, we're in a new state of R and B, a new sound of R and B. But R and B music is alive and well; it has been for the last few years.
0: One hundred fifty percent. So, Did you hear that shit Bruno and Anderson Pack just put out? Like,
1: what the fuck? Like, that was rhythm and blues at its core.
0: <laughs> like, it was damn near just soul, nigga. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, what are we talking about?
1: Niggas won, like, six Grammys off that shit. What you mean? It's two
0: years ago, we had a full-on argument over who the king of R&B was. Right. The fuck are we talking about? Facts, facts. He's on a promo run, like you said. Um, I want to get into Chris Brown. He responded to him. He said, when's the last time you heard a slow song on the radio? Niggas saying R&B is dead. Respectfully, shut up. People nowadays want fast food instead of a real meal. Don't blame the real singers out here because channels do People because channels because what channels do. People have to see music videos. BT damn sure don't. Neither does MTV. And then the industry be forcing shit on people when the real music lovers know that shit is garbage.
1: So that just kind of leads to my, my point he earlier. He couldn't said that better. My point earlier, yeah. Like they it's not being pushed the same, bro. It's not being pushed. like R&B, is, uh, they're trying to make it like a lost art, and it's really not. And there's really
0: so many R&B artists out here doing it. It's like R&B is like a shadow band
1: genre. Right, bro. Which is crazy because it's producing some of the best talent. Some of the best artists are definitely in the R&B category. And I hate to say this.
0: Um, we've seen this happen with Nicki Minaj, things like that, when she didn't know who Don Q was way back when, um, the same way when you see a brand new album coming out and Diddy grabbed a Bryson Tiller song that was three years old. Diddy is so high up, he don't have his ear to the motherfucking street. I love Diddy. Mm -hmm. His ear is not to the fucking street, so, like, you can't say... It's dead mm-hmm. because your ear is way up there. It's yeah. not. It's not down to the niggas on the the, the ground streets. level that's really doing that shit. Streets, like yeah. I'm. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's plenty of people smoking this R
1: and B game. Yeah, I just thought of another one. Uh, Blast, even though he's still like a rapper, I st- I think that nigga's an R and B artist. Yeah, <laughs> there's people like that that is just yeah, straight yeah. killing it. Yeah, bro. So, um.
0: So. Nah, and I get he's saying this. Like I said, album on the way. Mm-hmm. He's got his own love records which is supposed to be specifically r&b that he's using this energy to try to revamp yeah, the bro. name of r&b with his label like yeah, i yeah. get it i get yeah. it
1: duh market market Mark your say. business do what you need to do He have been dancing i've been seeing him everybody's reels tiktok he's dancing to the song absolutely hit um, hit maker uh he he told you shut that shit up yeah bro and that's, that's somebody who has their ear to the street, so they know. Now,
0: yes. Now, that is what I would say. Like what? Hitmaker, when it comes to Youngberg and and going crazy on a damn R&B beat, it doesn't matter if he gathers all rappers for it. He's going to curate an R&B vibe, and he's been doing it the best of the best of the best for the last 15 years. Yep. If if anybody knows whether the state of R and B is alive right now, it's Youngberg, aka Hitmaker. Mm-hmm. It's well, it's alive and well. He told him Diddy then lost his damn mind talking about R and B's dead. <laughs> it's so much good R and B out. If uh, <laughs> if you can't notice, you got to be out of touch. Yeah, just like stop we trolling. Said,
1: like we said,
0: the two last things he just said were exactly. He wrapped that up in a short tweet. Yep. Out of touch. And you're trolling for your new
1: album. Yep. <laughs> All in one. Stop it, Diddy. He really, we really could have just read his tweet right, and moved right. on. And I was going to say it, bit out the conversation, but uh, no, nah, Diddy, stop it, bro. We understand. <laughs> we we know the music that you probably have coming is great. I get it. You want to be on top. You want to bad boy this shit again with with Love Records. I get it. I get it. But don't do this. Like, don't and don't do this, bro. This
0: is another instance we just talked about. I talked to you about in pre-production. Nas did this in like 02, 03, whenever it was still Mad- or rap is uh, rap is dead, hip-hop the is rap hip hop is dead album. Yeah, yeah oh my gosh hip-hop was alive
1: and well then <laughs> bro that was like the peak of hip-hop at that point
0: <laughs> he had niggas all on his back niggas was on the train all Dude, the old bro. niggas from rapper like you damn right hip-hop's dead the new oh niggas God. were fighting for the resurgence oh of hip-hop God, bro. we're not gonna go through this all over again I say? diddy looked at the nas blueprint of hip-hop was dead and was like oh i can run an album
1: out like this but look diddy social media wasn't out at Stop that, that time sh- <laughs> Stop that shit, Diddy. Niggas will drill your ass, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, pause. Not playing. Why do you keep doing that, <laughs> Come on, man. Motherfucker. <laughs> Why <laughs> you keep doing that, man? <laughs> <My> fault, man. <laughs> fault, hey, dog. What the hell? My, yeah, that one was bad.
0: Niggas will drill your ass? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was
0: bad. Oh, my gosh,
1: Card. Why you keep doing that, bro? I'm trying, bro. I don't even know. Oh, <laughs> my like. God. Pause. Yeah. I'm really not like this all the time, guys. No, you're you. not. Why do you yeah. do
0: this on mic?
1: I don't know, bro. I've been slipping.
0: It's like he waits till he gets on wax to, to right. fumble his words.
1: Yeah, bro. I'm tripping. We need an etiquette class for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tripping, bro. But nah, niggas are really like, for real. During the social media, you can't get this shit off that niggas was getting off back then in the early 2000s. Like, it's not going to work. Absolutely it's not. not. It's not going to work. But like we said, we get it. The album promo, he even um, was posted with, with JD recently. That's another thing that... Diddy is just keeping his name out there. Well, JD actually responded too and said the R and B is not dead. Right, right. But I'm just saying, like, Diddy is keeping his name out there. Remember he did the Carisha shit. That
0: album's on the way. Gave her show. That Diddy I mean, of course come the label the label, of course, is vamping up. Mm-hmm. But that Diddy album already got pushed back due to the pandemic. That yeah. was supposed to come out last year. Yeah, yeah. That Diddy album is on the way for sure this year. Mm-hmm. You might get you might get that somewhere between this month and like before October's up, you're gonna get that Diddy out, of him, I say. Maybe. I don't doubt it. Um, but yeah, he did the Karisha, please thing. He's he's still all in the light with Karisha. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so him and JD was posted up. That's what I wanted to bring up. You had mentioned. So um, they were talking about. So we told y'all last episode about Triller and uh, Versus. Mm hmm. Them being sued. So JD and Diddy hopped on Instagram Live and they were having a conversation about that, right? And they they say whatever they wanted to say about that. But inside of that conversation, you know, of course, the conversation gets brought up about a versus between Diddy and J D. Right. Possible verses down the road. So Diddy was like, you know, this is not gonna be no no real battle. This is just some some hit for hit shit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all the like pennants against each other. Let's just go hit for hit. So I want to ask you, in a hit for hit versus battle, J.D. versus Diddy, who you rolling with?
0: Diddy. Ooh. I like, I think I like J.D.'s catalog more. I don't know. I think I might like J.D.'s catalog more. But I think when it comes to hits, R&B hits, hip hop hits, when it comes to hip hop hits, JD don't got enough for him. You ain't, you don't got enough crisscross, the brat, and bow wow to to whoop Diddy's ass. Oh,
1: nah, yeah, you sleep. <coughs> Who we, Jagged Edge? Jagged Edge was so so deaf, wouldn't
0: he? I, yeah, I think so. Uh, and for that, no. we got, I mean, I love Jagged Edge. It's my favorite 90s group, but for that, we got 112.
1: I'm going JD.
0: And then we got Mary. Yeah. And then we got Jodeci. And then we got Craig Mack. And then we got Biggie, and then we got Kim, and then we got himself. And then sorry. we got Diddy Kane. Did. Then we got Diddy Dirty Money. Then we got like a lot of the tracks from French Montana that he gets to play. And I'm not even naming all of the old
1: old school music that he's that he's touched. J D got hits though, bro. He got hella hits that may not be like. Only from his label. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, you're right. Like, Diddy has a lot of, like, bad boy, homegrown shit that he did himself. JD was touching everybody's shit. So that's why I think in a hit-for-hit battle, I think JD might give Diddy a run for his money. But um, like you said, bro, it's definitely, that would be. That head to head battle? Come on now. Yes, bros. one of those. That's talent all across the
0: board. There was one more that we listened to um, just because we've we've been seeing podcast interviews going back and forth, swinging all over the place, normal. Um, wow. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I called mine. Um, <laughs> DJ Drama and DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. They've been on Drink Champs. You've seen them run through Roy and Mall, things like that. And they've both entertained who could fuck with them in a versus both of them said nobody but they've they've both been uh, questioned about each other in versus who wins that versus
1: DJ drama
0: okay I just wanted to make sure I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> high on something or my my weed hadn't been laced.
1: Um, but but Khaled is gonna battle for sure.
0: Oh, Khaled ain't going out like no bitch. He's he got tw- he got twenty battle. for your head top.
1: Yeah, he's definitely gonna battle. But if I'm thinking like all the way back, yeah, I'm thinking classic, classic, classic gangster grills. Like there's no comparison. Yeah, like I I don't think he could just let he could play Lil Wayne for twenty songs and kill it. He could just.
0: He could just let off a clip and murder you, like I don't think there's any producer really. Now, of course, you have some of the greats of the greats that there's different types of music that that Dre and a uh, fucking Babyface and and Kanye can go in different types of bags. But when yeah. we're talking about like say drama, where to battle the DJ Khaled, the DJ Mustard, the Hit Boy, the those guys, he would slaughter any straight yeah. hip hop dj there is slaughter slaughter your daughter
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm definitely going dj drama though um uh, I mean, he been talking his shit lately bro. i love it dj been, drama been outside he been popping that shit boy ever since he got that grammy bro he been on his shit yeah oh we i love it though because he bro before that he wasn't really like popping out talking much like that i think dj drama then like y'all can't fuck with me i got a grammy now you know what i'm saying you think so yeah bro like in a good way though not on some just like arrogant shit i just think he like man niggas it's about time i demand my respect i know niggas respect me for the gangster grill shit but like nah
0: i need to see that shit he did with Roy more because yeah, he was I popping the,
1: i gotta watch the whole
0: he was shit. popping his shit for real um and after everything that he's done how every rapper that comes into the game they can they scratch claw bite pull for a DJ oh, nice drama nice. Gangsta Grills mixtape.
1: Still to this day, that's to, what I'm saying. To this day.
0: like, And I, and of course, I'm not getting into how good, how great, how bad, how whatever. You understand why J. Cole and Dreamville, you, you need that Got in your career. career. Like, You don't need it, of course, but like, if you have that opportunity to where a DJ drama reaches his hand out, yeah, you bro. slapping that nigga's hand and holding it. It's that's like,
1: true. yeah, we're doing the fucking tape. It's like a dream for a rapper, bro. Any rapper, yeah. yeah. Still in in today's climate, I know it may not seem like it, but that's still a dream for niggas. Was his
0: Grammy that he got, was that for Tyler's album? Yes, sir. Okay, I was just making sure because I was like, yeah, and he just got some shit for Tyler's album. Yep. Um, And that was Tyler talked about how it was a dream come true for that. I remember the... Ah, um, oh, fuck. It was named after a certain mountain, uh, Stone Mountain, Childish Gambino. That was when we were in high school. It was geeked fuck about that one everybody that gets one from drama like it, it's it's like the end of the fucking world for them yeah bro shout I'm, out
1: yeah i'm definitely taking drama though
0: L- fucking white chocolate macadamia cook ass <laughs> nigga <laughs> Yeah, i had no idea this nigga was white until like 2014 i was like why is he saying nigga like this shout out dj drama man um i, I did i do want to see that interview uh, though because he talks about the split between drake and meek mill mm-hmm. and how they came back together, and somehow he blamed him. Like they blamed him at the mm-hmm. end. So uh, I want to see that. Shout out DJ Drama. Shout sure. out Roy Martin niggas. They, they be podding over there. We 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 pod better. Um, <laughs> love them though. Um, you want to move on? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Um, Kid Cuddy, We skipped him last week. There were some interviews. It was a, a written interview that he did with, was it Rolling Stone? or
1: uh, No, it was a, it was a different, uh, maybe like Variety or somebody. I'll okay. try to pull it up for you.
0: But um, he had some words to say about Kanye West. He basically said that he has no time for a bad energy in his life. And mm-hmm. that, that's what Kanye is. Yeah. Um, I don't have the actual quote. I'm, I'm going to that right now.
1: Yeah, I got you. It's. Um, it was an interview with Esquire. Posted on Wednesday, August 17th. He said, I'm at a place in my life where I have zero tolerance for wrong en- energies, he said of his back and forth with Kanye. I've watched so many people throughout the years that are close to him be burned by him doing some fucked up shit, and when they turn around and forgive him, there's no repercussions. You're back cool with this man, he does it over and over. I'm not one of your kids, I'm not Kim. It doesn't matter if I'm friends with Pete Davidson or not friends with Pete. None of this shit had anything to do with me. If you can't be a grown man and deal with the fact that you lost your woman, that's not my fucking problem. You need to own up to your shit like every man in his life has. I've lost women too, and I've had to own up to it. I don't need that in my life. I don't need it. And I'm, a, I'm just following you up with just one more
0: thing that he said. He said, do you know how it feels to wake up one day, look at your social media, and you're trending because someone's talking shit about you? That shit pissed me off. That he had the power to fuck with me that week. That he used his power to fuck with me. You fucking with my mental now, bro. That's my mental health, bro.
1: And this is something that I've said from the jump, even before this interview. Um, I said, bro, you know we know how Kanye. I mean, Cudi has a, um, a a gentle mental, like like Yay likes to say. So from the jump, I was like, bro, why is he fucking with Cudi? Cudi shouldn't even been like in the middle of this. I understood the friendship shit, but like, I hate that he got involved. And then you know what Kanye's influences, fans and shit. We know. They threw bottles at him at fucking Rolling Loud. Like
0: Kanye, uh, that was Kanye spark.
1: I was just like, bro, come on now. So I'm I'm not upset with anything that Cudi says because I agree. I'm like, bro, I wasn't even supposed to be in this from the jump, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it sucks, but I don't know, man. Um,
0: yeah, I, I agree. I I only agree because in any instance, I can say I'm all for it. just block that person. Just block that person. Yeah. But Kanye West has the influence of the world, so anything that he says, he has a hundred million fucking minions mm-hmm. that are just gonna move on that and say the or, or move the exact same way that he moves. And if it's fuck Kid Cudi, it's gonna be fuck Kid Cudi all over social media. And of course, you could put your phone down. Um, but yes, I see how that would fuck up Kid Cudi's week.
1: Yeah, you feel it, bro. I like see, I would
0: fuck said. up anybody's week.
1: Yeah, you, you, you feel it. So, even if you're not on social media, like you said, somebody like Kanye has the power to influence those relationships in, in the industry. So, it's just, it's annoying, you know? So,
0: if Kanye said, fuck this podcast today, and for the next two weeks, we had to hear a fucking smear of hate from them. of course we would gain a lot of traction. So, That's I would love it. <laughs> please, I, I would love this. Please but say,
1: fuck this podcast. Kid
0: Cuddy doesn't need anymore. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Kanye, please say fuck this podcast, man. Oh, my God. We'll go crazy. Thanks. But um, I'd rather you like it. But um, <clears throat> I can see why that would fuck someone's day up. And someone that's already famous, like I said, it doesn't need any more recognition. Doesn't need yep. his phone being blown up. Doesn't need right. to be fucked with this week. Any All clout. Doesn't need to go back and forth with you right now, Kanye, over anything because I'm in a great space.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad at him. I get it. Now, within this interview, he did post some crazy ass pictures, man. They had some credit. He was, he was naked in the fucking pictures. I was like, come on, Cuddy. Um, yeah. Come on, man. Like, you with your dick in the sock. Bro, he put his dick in a sock, bro. A Dior sock or something. I was like, come on, Cuddy. <sighs> I get it, bro. But like. I don't get it. I've
0: heard about some of you sick fucks. That was never really my thing.
1: Hollywood's a sick place.
0: Oh, no, I meant, like, putting my dick in the sock. That was, like, one of those oh, things bro, for, yeah. like...
1: bro, I never, I've never done that. Now, like, is that, like, a white guy thing? Nah, bro, I think that was just, like, a generation before us thing. Okay, because I don't know how you niggas masturbated
0: in a sock. That I, sounds
1: painful. Yeah, bro, it, that shit never has sounded, like, the, the
0: way. I can't see what's going with what. When I come mm. out, is there gonna be lint in my dick hole? <laughs> I, what, how is this going? Do I... Do I pour lotion in the sock? Mmm. Maybe. That is I, I, fucking
1: gross. I, I don't know, bro. I've never done that shit. That is absolutely gross. I've never done that shit. So. But yeah, I think I think that's a generation before us. That's some shit that like they did back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Cause bro, like But they had hands back then too. I don't know, fam. I didn't skip my hand and go to like a pocket pussy. No, I think it was more for like Where is the nut gonna go That's just an easy place Where you can catch it I'm thinking that's what The sock was for But I don't know I real life don't know Why you would use a sock Like I've never bro In my life I'm like bro A sock don't make sense It doesn't make sense (laughs) I swear It sounds uncomfortable Yeah
0: And hard to maneuver Yeah Itchy yeah like and i i I get you guys might want to beef up like whatever your whatever is nobody's dick is as big as a sock hole so like how are you guys handling this are you are you like grabbing the top of it so we're like making it like tight as a vagina i
1: don't know bro. and then (laughs) when you go to do your laundry your socks stuck together like that's that's just disgusting yeah now you got nut feet All right. Like whether you wash it or not, like do you
0: ever think about that? Like sometimes like damn, like I did the laundry, but like I'm showering now with like
1: this towel that I just oh Yeah. Let me think about it Oh man.
0: Like, <laughs> oh man.
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Nah, that's hilarious. Uh, but shout out to Cuddy once again, bro uh, the, the interview, like we said, was with Esquire Magazine Yeah, if you um, want to look that more up Yeah, yeah check yeah. that out It was a good read for sure <clears throat> Alright, now I don't want to take everybody down But we're going to have to
0: take it down for just a second <clears throat> Over the weekend We had gotten word that Quando Rondo had been involved In a shooting To which um I'm we're, It still seems unclear Whether or not he was hit I know he's good. He's in stable condition um, and is just fine no matter
1: whether he was hit or not. I can't. I'm not sure. So I think, and when it first came out, of course, they said he got hit. But I don't think he really got hit. Okay. Yeah, because there was a video. There's a
0: video of him running around. And, of course, if you got hit, you can still be running around off adrenaline, things right. like that. But right. he
1: just didn't look like he was injured, bro.
0: No. Yeah. Um. But who was injured? He was with a friend of his. I'm not sure how close to the friendship it seemed Incredibly close, mm-hmm. um, and we found out that person was shot, and they didn't make it. They passed away, unfortunately. Um, and you, you could see that all over Kwando.
1: Yeah, definitely looked like th- that. relationship was super close. Maybe his best friend, and he cried out. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was broad daylight, bro, at a gas station in, in California. Is that where they were? Yeah, and um, I think it was said that those
0: people were meant for Kwando. That uh, shooting yeah. was meant for Kondo yeah, For sure For sure
1: uh, But I mean it's not It's not much really to say You know um, Of course when I want to say my condolences For that loss Prayers
0: up Rest up um,
1: But the streets are not safe man Like Especially for somebody Like him and everything You know all the beef shit Like Niggas gotta move around More carefully man Niggas have targets On their backs bro It's crazy how these
0: Yes years go by But there's are still Areas in which Streets need a body For things Yeah bro um, and that sucks to say that that that's this, sometimes the streets need a body, and mm. they have to have it. And they're not gonna stop. Yeah, and they're not gonna stop mm-hmm. until they have it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's what that's fuck where it. we are. It sucks because that situation should have n- never happened. He wasn't the gunman in that situation. Um, he was with the gunman in that situation. Mm. Um, it stopped all that man's money. He can't tour. Can't do shows um you know so a uh, life life changed Yeah, man. um and you know it just doesn't seem to get easier you know prayers up rest up you know it was a terrible situation from the very beginning but the streets play out like that yep that's just how it tends to go
1: <clears throat>
0: we can stay in the streets i know y'all have probably been waiting to hear that ysl update um Thug and Gunna have not been released. I don't think Gunna had a bond hearing. It, nah, was, it was just Thug. Yeah, it was just Thug. Now, we did see both of them in court, but um, of course, since this is a together court proceeding, you're going to see them together in court. Um, right. Of course, not physically, but you're going to see them together in court. Yeah. Um, we got that before we go into the details, we got to hear Gunna and Thug actually speak to each other for the first time um of course they're in different facilities it was virtual but they actually weren't even supposed to be talking they purposely left their mics on too long so they could get a couple of words in with each other and it was actually sad man they were just checking on each other to see if they were, each other were good but yeah. um after it you heard like Sergio can you turn your mic off or um Jeffrey, Jeffrey please no more talking blah, blah 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 things like that because they weren't supposed to be talking to each other but um these were court proceedings leading up to the trial that's set for January two thousand twenty three. And uh this was Young Thug's last bond hearing and in which he was denied.
1: Yeah, of course. Of course. You knew they were gonna deny him, but yeah, um they're gonna sit till next year. Obviously you could have we could have known that from the jump.
0: Um I've actually I've actually heard that. They fuck around and, and approve Gunna's. Gunna,
1: y'all been hearing that too. That Gunna might get out, but thug. Let's just say thug. We knew yeah, thug, yeah was of it? course. They're not giving bonds to thug, man.
0: This is apparently or allegedly thug's organization. Right. So that's or that's what they're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So um of course he would be the one unless unless he would to be ratting, which he's not ratting, you're not gonna see a gunner. I'm sorry, you're not gonna see a thug release right now. Um But the interesting thing. We weren't looking for Young Thug to be getting out right now. We we pretty much knew he would sit until the trial again. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is um, we talk a lot because the same way back in the early 2000s, or I'll say 2005 through 10, you didn't really want to get your news from Perez Hilton. But if Perez Hilton fucking said it, that shit happened. To today's times where you don't really want to have to get your news from academics, but he's so tied into the rap game a lot of times that once he's let it fly out of his mouth, it's because he's confirmed. He's gotten to the level of professionality that he's not letting rumors fly out his page, fly out of his mouth. The confirmed facts flow from his mouth these days. Um, and it's he, he stated Word for word, that there were at least half a dozen, half a dozen YSL, or um, I'll let you get into the funny names. Um, <laughs> YSL members <laughs> have agreed to uh mm-hmm. to cooperate. cooperate yeah. e- even one that's agreed to testify.
1: Um, it, bro like we kind of knew. Something like this could oh, happen. Oh, we knew somebody was going to end up like, opening it's, that it's mouth. It's just, it's too many people involved.
0: Y- you indict... 22 niggas
1: like somebody's gonna somebody gonna
0: open that mouth now yeah, unless so. you got one of the most solid gangs and and it's never as solid as you think it, it is. oh your ni- none of your niggas are that solid never. If, if you got 22 niggas <laughs> i want you to know right now you can look at all of them and they'll say they're solid <laughs> right all 22 of them niggas ain't, ain't doing a bid forever for you or, or they're not doing the the 10 to 20 to 30 they're not doing that shit hmm. for you they do they'll do the three month bid. Yeah, facts, facts.
1: <laughs> but no, like you said, um I, you know, definitely been following up on this reporting, but um he he said that it's no longer YSL, it's YS <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is telling on everybody. So it's so unfortunate, man, we're gonna see um it's it's a lot of shit that's about to start trickling down. So, you know, we had a conversation in pre production as far as to why this is the case now. So let's go more deep and just give a different perspective. When you take out the top two dogs, you gotta look at this as like a fucking pyramid almost
0: yeah even though this is not a gang mafia situation free ysl those those just rappers trying to get their money right think of it like a hierarchy system right i'll let you
1: go on so you have thug and going at the top mm-hmm. right and then you have all everybody else just at the bottom trickle you know down what I'm saying right in whatever positions so when you take out the top two the money makers when it starts to trickle down There's no more money, guys. Mm -hmm. The money is slowing up. Mm -hmm. So when you have 16 to 20 people, whatever it is, that's indicted. And they don't have the funding to get the million dollar lawyer like thug and gunna. No,
0: no. They have a public defender that that's in the interrogation room telling them, hey, you're probably not going to go home.
1: You probably would never see your family again.
0: That window that you're looking at that shows you that Popeye's chicken across the street <laughs> that you see a few people walk in and out of every day that's your that, that that's your getaway from the world from from this prison system mm-hmm. that's all you're going to see from the outside world until you die
1: that 4-year-old that you just had shouldn't, she's not going to remember you so when 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 you have these conversations when this is happening when you have those people who are not at that level
0: and there's another two niggas at the top that you're hearing May get out on some shit. Yeah, as long as blah <laughs> blah 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 happens, right. as long as this 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 stays solid, yeah. you walk. As long as they take that bait down there, I mean, as long as they take that rap down there, they stay. Mm-hmm. You walk.
1: Yeah, bro, it's all a scare tactic that um, that they do in the court system, and it just people, you know, people bite the bait every time, bro. Like it's 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 hard to say anything else. That's what they're doing. Like I'm sure they have evidence. Don't get me wrong, but they're baiting.
0: It's a crippling thing. All right, so basically, you know, like, con- consider the hierarchy system again, um, and just going into it a little more. Those two niggas make and distribute all the money. Even if there's little niggas under, or there's your other artists under YSL that are making money, all of that money goes to Thug and Gunna that is generated First. to to the bottom. First, and yeah. when, you, when your owner of your company is not there... The money slows down. The production can't even go. You can't even go get the studio time. It's not being paid for. You can't yeah. even get paid because the people that's paying, you ain't getting paid. Yeah, man. And people start to... I mean, of course, those are your niggas. Your the, 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 your brothers, your sisters, yeah. you're down with them forever. It's family, but niggas right? get hungry. Yeah, I was say, right? That's what you think. Niggas or, get hungry. And, and it looks a little different when there's a five, six million dollar lawyer... And this other guy right here, his mama just put up a house. Mm-hmm. So you could get one. Mm-hmm. Niggas go to talent. My mama just put up a house, dog. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like, my mama just cleared out her life insurance savings. Yeah, man. Like, it's that, all gone. Like, it's it's certain shit like that when other niggas are sitting in, in jail and, you know, that nigga's still eating steak.
1: Thanks. <laughs> the fuck? Uh do you want to go to jail or do you want to go home? And they say shit like that. Yep. And that's a lot say, of niggas wanna go home. Yeah. That's why I say they use using tactics and everybody you, wants to go home. If you ain't been prone to that shit, if you ain't never been in one of those rooms and they say, Hey, I have the evidence right here that you committed XYZ. They don't even have that evidence, nigga. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you don't know that. You me. don't know that You think they, they got it Like they say But they really just May be scaring your ass And then you get to Telling and screaming And hollering
0: and shit. Nigga they get your ass A, a faux piece strip From Popeye's That, that Popeye's <laughs> I was just telling you about Across the street That you've been looking at yeah, yeah, yeah. They brought that shit in With a half lemonade Half iced tea <laughs> not a, Some uh, Some bold barbecue sauce a, uh,
1: Arnold
0: Palmer <laughs> Oh my god They brought your ass Two Arnold, uh, Arnold Palmers Red beans and rice Fuck Brought you the Cajun fries Facts Facts bro you we just got the singing in that bitch. Now you sitting there talking about Jeffrey. They ain't even <laughs> They ain't even asked about that nigga, man. Yeah,
1: his name, his real name is Jeffrey.
0: Sergio. S- Sergio. Sergio he's, now he's Jeffrey. gonna. Now Sergio's gonna. Now yeah. that you guys are connected the dots, we got street names. All right. Facts. Now let me tell
1: you about the drugs. <laughs> yeah, bro. Shout out it. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, that shit just an unfortunate situation, though, bro. I was yeah. going to say, shout out Lil J. I've been seeing so
0: many comments about the Italian beef and sausage. Yeah, <laughs> this is not a funny situation for YSL, and I'm not yeah. laughing at the YSL situation. Freedom, niggas. Um,
1: young, successful life. Young servants of the Lord, bro. I'm not going to keep saying it, bro. Like I'm
2: a black man. Come on, y'all.
1: These are young servants of the Lord, man. Freedom guys,
0: though. Uh, speaking of freedom guys... I was a fan of Cass before all of the shit happened. Um, he's got tracks that I actually really love. Mm-hmm. Um, over two times out of New York. Um, he's been sentenced to 20 years for Rico charges as well. We know he got picked up about a year and a half ago for those charges. Yeah, he turned himself in. Yeah. yeah, he had just got out in, I think, 2015 or 16. He said he was going to change that life around. That's when he actually started to turn into a superstar off of rap. Yeah. Um but I think they actually named him like the the kingpin of the Gorilla Stone mob or Gorilla yo. Stone blood, something like that.
1: Yo, yo, yo. But then remember he had some other like little shit that they added on there as well. He had like robbed somebody or stole a car or some shit he was doing.
0: And then he had started to get, within the last couple of years, there yeah. was some, some jail activity. I he think they tacked onto that. He got back on that shit, unfortunately. At some, I mean, of course, when you get back in that mode, you might have to, to behave that way just to, you know.
1: Do yeah, what bro, you got to do. When you get in, it be hard to get out. I mean, everybody know that. That's the game, you know? So, that's why rappers would tell you, like, when you get out, bro, you got to stay out. But sometimes, yeah. like you said, like, in his situation, him just getting out of jail, he probably didn't know no other way, bro, you know? So, and, it's unfortunate. And, like, man, it just, I hate
0: sounding like I'm giving excuses and cop-outs to niggas from the street or anything like that. It's just, it's just really hard when you have... Forty or fifty friends, and they're all on that shit. Yeah. So when you get back out, it's like you have nobody to go to, and if you do go to your friends, they all on that shit. Mm
1: -hmm. Definitely, it could be just the environment. It could be a product of your own environment, bro. Ninety-five percent of the time, it is,
0: and you end up in that place, wrong place, wrong time, and you turn back that way. Uh, You know, we've seen it. We've seen it. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, shout out Cass, man. That's a crazy sentence. I we knew it was Rico charges, but I actually never thought I'd see the sentence get handed down to him like that. But
1: Yeah, twenty years is
0: fucking sick, bro. And I they handing those types of charges down for Rico's. For Rico's, yeah. And we know who we got sitting on there right now. And somebody all I'm gonna say is Somebody doing some time. That's that's one thing. That I was gonna get to, and you you hit it right on the head. When we got a murder charge, something like that, yeah, some maybe sometimes you can just beat it. When it's gang organization act, everybody can't beat this. One at least one person has to go. Mm-hmm. One person has to take it. N- n- everybody can't get. Everybody can't get off. I don't care if it's twenty two people. Twenty one can get off. One person has to take this, yeah. and if if it's just one, he got to take it all. Yep. Um, so somebody's gonna do the time for this. That's the worst part, and it's somebody that they locked. And you got more coming, is what the Atlanta <laughs> DA said. Yeah, bro. Yikes, Rico's not nothing to play with, bro. Are we ready to stay on the legal troubles? Our fucking Kelly, man. Okay. And the thing about it is over the last week, I really thought that I had gotten to the point where I might have been able to separate art from artists and get back to playing a little bit of R. Kelly Mm -hmm. because he has them fucking hits and we we know they're undeniable. Mm -hmm. And then the bullshit started to roll back through as it pertains to his trial proceedings. I already saw like his his girlfriend or whatever it is. That that said she's pregnant with his baby, that she's been harvesting. They've been planting this bullshit, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, But what really hit the news that was a big kicker uh, that's going to lead us into what we're talking about is he's getting ready for trial. They're setting the jurors. And there was a lawyer on R. Kelly's side that motioned to have any jurors that... Have seen the um survivor, yeah. The R. surviving R. Kelly documentary taken off of the, the trial jury. Mm-hmm. Um, I think R. Kelly is the nastiest motherfucker ever, you know. Of course, I want him to go to jail right there, just like the next man, um, even though he, he has made a lot of hits. Of course, I don't give a damn about the hits if you're a molester, right? Um, however, from the clerical side, from the
1: the ethical side yeah
0: the the business side of things yeah I do see a little bit of an issue in an unbiased trial I mean I'm sorry an unbiased jury who has seen surviving R. Kelly
1: facts I definitely agree with that as well because in any other situation any other court case they would definitely abide by that
0: right and we're not we're not saying this to root for R. Kelly don't think that fuck no yeah fuck no he's a a molester
1: (laughs) yeah he's a rapist but what I'm saying is like yeah bro court is supposed to be fair you right. know what i mean so like if it's people on the jury that know the story of r kelly they shouldn't be on the jury
0: yeah it should be nobody should be privy to anything going on to this this jury
1: and that's that's all cases across the board they do this so that's why i don't understand like why this one was such an issue however the jur uh the judge denied that that yeah. motion
0: so it does not matter if you've seen the documentary or not um you can be a member, whether you're a member of the jury. Yeah, And I really think this is just one of those. I mean, I don't care. This is just one of those slap you, like slap you in the face to R. Kelly. No, fuck you. You're going yeah. this time, buddy. That's that's what the jury, and right. I mean, not the jury. That's what the judge is saying to R. Kelly.
1: Which is fine, because I, I don't think once they got into the evidence anyway, I'm sure an unbiased jury would have still. Said August oh, this, this motherfucker is guilty. Absolutely. You know what I'm and saying? we're
0: getting into that too.
1: Right. But I just think I just don't think that's fair, bro. But but regardless not of, at all. Regardless of that, like you said, the nigga is guilty. He's he's one hundred
0: and fifty percent guilty. Right, we just bro. we just are saying from the actual yeah. business standpoint of a fair and just trial, right. That of course you should not be privy to any prior information going into it. Everybody should have a clear head from facts. the situation. Facts, facts, facts. What would fuck it up for the jury, uh for the jury either way is We talked about this a few years ago that allegedly, allegedly, there was a video, Mm -hmm. another video of R. Kelly having sex with an underage child. And we found out that video is fucking true. And the court has it. And they're going to play it for the jury.
2: Oh,
1: man.
0: The jury is going to have to, uh, unfortunately, sit through an R. Kelly rape a statutory whether it's agreed whether it's consensual what like it, I, it's all right but they got it he's going
1: to jail for apricorn bro it's is r kelly's a fucking sick individual bro he's going to jail forever this shit is crazy this shit is crazy i want to read so this is the one the, of the sickest fucks the alleged woman of course they didn't say her name so i'm just call her jane doe um But it says the woman that took the stand to testify against Kelly is the same teen girl that was allegedly featured in this 2008 sex tape. The woman who is now 37 and identified as Jane Doe took the stand to share the news that she was introduced to the singer through her aunt in the mid-1990s when she was 13 years old. Damn shame. Her aunt, who was also a music artist, was also connected to Kelly romantically Jane shared at the time her aunt said she should ask R. Kelly to be her godfather. And he testified that weeks later is when he started making sexual advances at her. She shared that phone sex, uh, that phone sex with the Trouble Singer soon turned physical. She claims that she engaged in sexual acts with Kelly hundreds of times between the ages of 15 and 18. Hundreds? Hundreds of times between the ages of 15 and 18. When asked why she engaged in a sexual activity with Kelly, she said it was out of intimidation. Yo, okay, so rape. That nigga's fucking sick, bro.
0: Yeah, he's he's sick as fuck. <sighs> About as sick as it gets. Um, t- the, the type shit. of nigga that that any parent in a right mind he shouldn't. God forgive me.
1: Ooh. He shouldn't be alive. Yeah, bro. Like shit, like that. Just that shit make like I feel uneasy even like talking about it sometimes. Cause I'm just like that shit just weird. The multitude of women that he
0: did this to, uh, young ladies, yes. children. That's this man shouldn't be alive. These these are sick. I'm sorry. I hate to even say this. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is a sick motherfucker. These are sick parents. Yeah. These these just might be sicker parents that allow a fucking person to do this to their minor for monetary gain. Mm-hmm. Gross, bro.
1: Yeah, bro.
0: I don't have kids. I'll put you in the ground over my kids for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Boy or girl?
1: Yeah. So like, like we mentioned earlier, that's why I, I don't have... Um I don't have nothing to side with with, with R. Kelly. Bro. Absolutely like, not. <laughs> like, no, put,
0: put the niggas that have seen the fucking the documentary Man, like, on the jury. Like I don't, I don't care whether yeah. they denied that
1: motion or facts, not. Facts, put facts. Put them in the ground. Facts, bro. Cause that shit is just like I said. It make me, bro. Like I, I real life. Like even now, like that shit just make my skin crawl, bro. Like, I'm just thinking about it. Like, this a 15-year-old, you know?
0: Man, it's just because as right. as we get older, we're not kids anymore. Because when we were kids, we thought about it as if we were children. Like, man, I'm not letting that nigga do blah, blah, blah to me. Right. But now that we're much older, we have younger children in our lives. Right. Um, they, Of course, they're not our kids. But Nephews. you just they come to your head when you think of this nigga. Facts. And even thinking of this nigga trying to shake your nephew or niece's hand, I will fuck you up for that, <laughs> Mr. Kelly. <laughs> Robert. You get the fuck away. Robert, you better quit playing with me, boy. Yeah. like I, Some of that, man, you, you yeah, cannot bro. trust your kids around everybody. And your kid does not need to be a star at all costs. Nah, bro. It's not worth it. Your kid can just be a kid sometimes. Yeah.
1: Those parents definitely uh, should hold the same way should be held to that same standard or responsibility that that Kelly is facing as well. I was saying this from the documentary when I was watching Me the too. documentary. I was like, bro, those parents are fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, and I don't believe any one of those parents that said they don't they didn't know. Not one. Not one. I don't believe any of y'all. They knew exactly. This says going. you didn't know, and some of these parents were. Allowing their kid to go around R. Kelly before the first trial, and continued after the after the first trial, yep. after that shit the same way. If my kid was hanging with Michael Jackson before the first incident, he ain't hanging with Michael Jackson no fucking more. I don't <laughs> care if Michael never did nothing, Mike. You ain't fucking hanging with Mike no more. No more, neverland. Fuck that. <laughs> I love the shit. Thrill, thrill is one of the greatest. The greatest. He shit. can't. He can't fucking hang with my kid the same way. Yeah. I love twelve play. Or you can't fucking hang with my kid. Sorry,
2: yeah.
0: Mike. I don't care how many babies you kissed when you jumped on that fucking car after they fucking called you innocent. You can't hang with my kid. <laughs> I'm sorry, God rested so he can't hang with my kid. You're not gonna suck my kid's dick.
1: <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the fuck, Facts, bro.
0: <laughs> now y'all know everything. I we bleeped that those times we were talking about Michael <laughs> Jackson. Yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. (laughs) Wow. But uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Fuck R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. For sure. Good, great hits. You might be the greatest R and B singer of all time. Yeah,
1: great artist for sure. Yeah, you. We can't take your voice or your vocal chords from you. Like what? Um. He's a great artist for sure. Is a great artist. Um. But as a human being, as a man, he's a fucking weirdo.
0: Channing. And a lot of other women. And I actually don't necessarily disagree because I mean I'm not a molester or a rapist. It would never apply to me. Channing's like, don't put them in jail. Cut their dicks off and send them right back out. Oof. Okay. Cut the digging balls off. You can't rape with anything anymore. Okay. Okay. I actually, I mean, I mean, okay. we can say ouch, but like you're not a molester or a rapist. So I mean, like. As long as you're not, you don't have to worry about your dick ever getting cut off. Yeah. I mean, but like, it, it, it seems like a a swift, like pretty cool. Yeah, you'll piss through this bag the rest of your hey, life.
1: That's what you get for raping. Fuck. That's what you get for raping. Nah, yeah, that sounds like some Black Mirror shit.
0: Hey, I mean, now, like, imagine if you were like one of the serial rap They let you out of jail. That you continue like to friends. rape. You get out. And, I mean, they put you back in. You get out. You continue to rape. No, yeah. cut his dick off. I'm I'm sorry. That sounds crazy <laughs> coming from male. No cut his dick off. Hey man, he can't rape anymore. He'll just yeah. he'll piss through his fucking back. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, don't drink too much during the day. That it's sucks. gonna hurt your bladder. Um, but yeah, sorry.
1: <clears throat> yeah, moving out of that though. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> Nigga <laughs> said cut his dick off. Sheesh. i'm not
0: a rapist so i mean that didn't even like i mean i'm not saying like nah, you yeah, are yeah. I mean, that didn't even hurt my dick saying that nah, because nah, like i, I don't rape. i don't rape it would only hurt <laughs> uh, yeah i'm not saying it hurt you uh, it's only gonna hurt people who rape like right. <laughs> if you don't rape you'll never get your dick right, cut right. off guys you, have to worry about it. <laughs> you will never have to worry about that ever in life yeah. as long as you don't rape or molest right fucking weirdos um but let's move on like you said we wanted to talk. We're going to talk that Murder, Inc. shit when, as it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Murder, Inc. Doc, you series I almost just stopped at doc, but it's not just the documentary. The docu-series, part two. This is a five-part documentary. It's dropping on BET every Tuesday, so the part three will actually be out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that next Monday. But part two came out, and um, I like this even more than part one. Really? Yes, absolutely. The more this story progresses, I like it even more. Um now we're getting into the development of Murder, Inc. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the Freshman and Sophomore album. You saw Vinny Vici from Ja Rule. You saw Rule 336. You saw the intro of Vita. You saw the intro of Black Child. You saw the intro of the Ja Rule 50 Cent Beef. Mm-hmm. And you saw the entrance of drugs into Irv Gotti's life. Yeah. That's, that's what basically
1: episode two was about Mm -hmm. ashanti too the the brief intro of ashanti yes there's gonna be more right in the episodes that come yeah this was her introduction yes you saw a
0: a very maybe 10 to 15 minute briefing of ashanti's intro Mm uh not even her signing to the label yet just just in the picture her being around getting her first feature things like that
1: yeah and um ashanti um, agreed not to be a part of the documentary as well guys so that's why you know, it's gonna when we talk about Ashanti, a lot of shit is gonna be from third person. Yeah, it's
0: gonna sound a little one sided.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, but let's no, dip into it. Yeah, this episode was good, man. Um, like you said, just to to see um, to see the birth of Murder Inc as the label. So of course we we got to see the backstory of, of Irv episode one and how he got to you know get his relationships in the game and
2: Murdering all of that. The group, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but that.
1: but the birth of the label and, and the the chances that were taken to push Ja Rule to to get them out there as. Um, as a as a label that was respected in the game it, it was good to see that um but no just to see the growth of uh of Ja Rule was 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 one thing that really stuck out to me because of course bro we knew Ja Rule to be that nigga and of course he was on uh the song Can I Get It with Jay-Z but to really see like the steps they that they had to take to separate from the fact that okay yes I had this big ass song with Jay-Z but what am I gonna do for myself
0: Yeah, and it was actually, it seemed like a bit of an uphill battle um, for Ja Rule to finally get that one to hit. I mean, he got holla holla from his first album, but he realized, I'm going to need more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when they actually turned what was going to be Murder, Inc. into this damn near gangster rap-ish label. Into the style being, okay, I'm a gangster, but let's vibe this with R&B sound hits. That's where Vita comes in. Yeah. That's where Ashanti comes in. That's where J Lo comes in. Um, and the birth of the the murdering sound is actually kind of made within this episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's crazy to see like these niggas really influence a whole sound in the early two thousands. Like, even the labels wasn't ready for this type of sound. You know, everybody was just used to the street, the gut of life, the murder, the kill, and here comes Murder Inc with a different sound that's still gangster. But I'm singing. I'm putting R and B. I have a feature from from a lady that's singing on the hook. You know, the labels just wasn't ready for that. The streets were. Irv was was ready. He knew, but the labels
0: Yeah, Leor Leor wanted nothing to do with ready. the second album, uh Leor I'm sorry, it's Leor. <laughs> rule three three six. I almost called it Leor three three six. <laughs> that's damn near what they wanted it <laughs> to be. Uh <laughs> but um rule three three six Sold seven million, and Leo wanted them to trash that album before it came out because he called it the softest shit he ever heard. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Rap was moving into a time that the label heads were not able to see. Mm-hmm. That was around that same time. Give it a three to four year period. College dropout niggas were not ready for a softer tone hitting the hip hop lane. All right. Um, but like we said, I think we we pretty much wrapped all the other things. This intro, the beef between Ja Rule and 50 I always knew it was longstanding, that this was a real beef that got down to real bloodshed, real streets. Um, But because I was a child when they popped, I never knew how it started
1: yeah me neither 50 was my favorite rapper and i I still didn't know this
0: and i knew how 50 got his start 50 got his start by talking shit basically about everybody in the game he had no real beef with them yeah he really was just name dropping them so they could say his name back or so that he could get some attention he was he was the early version of a cloud chaser Mm -hmm. um to which he was from the same hood as jay uh i'm sorry jay ja rule ja rule and 50 were from the same hood and he did the same thing that he did to most uh, most other rappers to Ja Rule. He kind of clowned on his name for the clout. Except Ja Rule wasn't one of those rappers that was just willing to let that go by the wayside because he was trying to get some clout. We're from the same hood, and I don't like what you're doing. He thinks it's corny and I'm gonna address you about it. Um to which 50 was trying to, you know, let him know, hey, this really um, I'm really just doing music. Like it's not really like that. Ja Rule's not trying to hear that shit um, to the point where when they see each other one time, you know. It's on sight. Yeah, well, 50 tries to speak to him one time and Ja was like, "Mm, yeah, what up, nigga? He tries to shake his hand, but he didn't shake his hand. And uh, that started the beef between the two. Um, They meet at a hotel room. Well, I'm sorry. uh, They're checking into the same hotel one night. I I guess there's some sort of event that they're attending. Um, Or they just happen to be in the same place, same time. Ja Rule has a bat in his hand just for some reason. Um, 50's intimidated by that. They start to have that conversation once more about, hey, this is just music. I'm not really beef-beefing, blah, 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 blah. Um, ja like, fuck that. 50 gets intimidated. So uh, so Irv, Gotti, and Ja say and Black Chris, uh, or I said Black Chris. Uh, was that Black Chris or Black Child? Black Child. Black Child, my bad. Um, I think Black Chris was the one that introduced Ja Rule. That I want? Yeah. yeah, but uh black child was telling the story of 50 actually getting intimidated by ja and then he swings on him to where you know um they get to swing in the bat and swing a fist and they go chasing after 50 because he runs through the hotel they miss him that time they meet him in a studio and they get the poking niggas up
1: yeah niggas got to find um niggas got stabbed it was bloodshed.
0: 50 got stabbed a few times he said it was just cuts well yeah, yeah
1: but no this was some uh some real street shit like you said and i didn't know this uh before the docuseries like you mentioned i knew the beef was there we knew the beef was there but just to see like where it originated from was a was a cool thing to see you know um cool thing to see right which, <laughs> that's crazy to even say but you know what i mean like just the history of it like okay this is where it started right but no, this was is some real on-site, the definition of on-site, the definition on some like, no, this is street shit. Ja Rule wasn't playing about that shit, like you said. Absolutely not. When he saw 50, brought them niggas, They um, so the the studio situation, they ended up booking um, sessions at, a stu- at the same studio and being like a couple rooms apart from each other. And so when word got around, Ja Rule, Irv, Gotti, they whole little Inc group went to the studio where 50 was, like you mentioned, and that's where they brought... Uh, broke out they said somehow some way somebody knocked out the lights or it turned off a light switch and it was dark in that motherfucker and once it got dark somebody overheard somebody said hey get the gat that's when niggas get stabbed and you know bloodshed so
0: yeah uh <laughs> black child said that he heard 50 he said get, the, get gat. the gat and once yeah. the lights went out he was going to stab anybody that he felt was trying to reach towards something because I mean had they got towards the gun this could have been the end of it for everybody so right. he just got to poke poke poke
1: you know? <laughs> he was just stabbing things in the dark he didn't even know if he stabbed his own homeboy that's what it sounded like he was just saying like hey I, it don't matter I was cutting <laughs> he was just stabbing people but nah bro um, so yeah that's kind of where episode 2 ended in a sense I mean they talked more about Ashanti and how she got her start she was um, just having to be in a studio Fat Joe came through the studio was was trying to make a song. Uh, they were making a song for Big Pond. He had just passed away and he needed somebody to sing on the hook. And he was like, who is this girl? Every time I come here, she's in the studio, but she's not making no music. She's just laying around. So Fat Joe put Ashanti on a song with Big Pun. That was really like her first single, he said.
0: Yeah, just a little backstory. Earth um, Gotti had kind of hired Ashanti to be around not as
1: an artist, an really.
0: artist, but to you know help around the label, yeah, like, just be around. But they said that she was always on time. She was super early. If you asked yeah. her to be there at six, she was gonna be there at five. If you yeah. asked her to stay at a certain time, she staying later. Um, so she was always just around. So by that point, she was she was ready when when uh, almost Fat Joe. Sorry, when Fat Joe asked her.
1: Yeah, when her name was called for show. But yeah, it was good to see uh, how she got started as well. Like we said, episode three. I'm sure is gonna go more into um, when her album drops and, um, the relationship is going to grow between her and Irv, like, I'm just looking forward to just learning more, seeing more, and then we're going to see, you know, the legal trouble coming up, we're going to see the, the downfall of the label, so these two episodes, man, have been jam-fucking-packed, bro, and we, we telling y'all to watch it, but I really hope that y'all really tuning in, because it's, this story is important to hip-hop, this is, this is the early 2000s, but this, is monumental to where we are now as fucking the sound and the culture of hip-hop these moments right here in this series. so if you love hip-hop you should check it out yeah man check it out um you ready to move on
0: i think we got uh maybe one or two more things that we were getting into uh 50 cent he has a horror flick coming out um did you see the the previews nah i'm, I'm
1: looking at it now but i didn't see it it's called skill house
0: yeah um, it's it looks like some sort of I mean I guess a zombie type of movie um, or they're tagged in some sort of way now I, I really wanted to just get into it because he's back into the movie uh, the movie side of things yeah, I know yeah, he's yeah. done power TV he's done Dinner Thieves in the movies uh, but everything that 50 does it makes it either to that that streaming service or he's going to get to the big screen so That's I just right. wanted to put people on radars that the 50's actually got a horror movie on out this time
1: Okay. Speaking of that, um did you have anything else you want to say about Fifty? No. But speaking of that uh movies, Netflix, the Netflix um t- 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 the movie with Jamie Foxx. Oh, I Snow thought Snow. we were going to wait for you to see that before we talked. No, about I it. No, I was saying like you can go ahead cuz you you mentioned it uh that you had seen it. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not going to have too much dialogue because you haven't seen it, but um, No, that's fine
1: cuz it was just on the same like horror, zombie kind of shit. That's why I wanted to just bring it no, up. No, yeah. It was it was actually pretty good.
0: Um uh, Jamie Foxx Snoop Dogg had a small role, but um, it was it was pretty much Jamie Fox and Dave Franco. They uh they were the main characters. It was a really good movie. I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet, but it's called Night Shift. And if you haven't seen that, um, Dave Franco, Jamie Fox, and Snoop Dogg basically play the Night Shift version of zombie apocalypse bounty hunters. So,
1: for sure, was it funny? Was the yeah, it was pretty funny. Did they get but, some jokes off. Yeah, it was it okay. was very
0: funny, but uh, it was. It was meant to be more of like an action film.
1: Okay, okay, for sure. Now, I'm gonna check it out. I was talking to my pops over the weekend. He said he, he liked it. It was cool. So. Yeah, Dave Franco's always funny. So For sure. For yeah. sure. But nah, yeah, it was on the same tip. That's why I kind of was like, shit, we could just mention it, but yeah, I'll definitely check it out and then we could talk about it maybe on the on a Thursday part. Absolutely.
0: For sure. All right, man. Uh, are you ready to get out of here?
1: Yeah, man, that was all that I had.
0: All right, man. It's been your boy Roderick. This was episode one hundred and sixty eight.
1: Yes, sir. Young Car, we checking out.
0: All right, man. We out here. Give your chest enough You're safe with me now Come to my safe house And let me put the pressure on you Let me put that body on, tuck Give your good sex, that loving I know you're a rider Girl, what you desire I could take you higher From the game, make me retire You should be my final Walk you down that aisle No, we ain't gotta talk about it Don't talk about it I risk it all about you I'm standing tall behind ya If you fall, I got ya No, we ain't gotta talk about it, I'ma walk about it I risk it all about ya If you are lost, i find ya Rip them panties off ya
1: Oh no, baby, you got me focused on your body Call on up for this lotty, daddy in there I'm sitting on five, beside me up in there Got all of these vibes, but baby, all of my eyes on you I'll be having withdrawals like what I'm gonna do without it You sexy little baby, you
2: be driving me crazy Only thing on my mind is getting back to my baby shut it away, you make me feel Got something on your side. Oh man So...